0: Aye, aye, Captain.
1: Oh, we're starting? Oh, yeah. Okay, hi, I'm Riley. i oh, here with, um... Hunter. Hunter, okay. So, okay, we actually have a lot today. Look at that. That's a dense paragraph right there. It's a dense paragraph. So, you want to start with the news? Yeah, let's go with news. Okay, so, Last of Us trailer happened the Sunday, or actually the Monday after last episode. I think it looks really
0: good. it, dro- it dropped. We were just sitting there. Yeah. Well, I. What do you think?
1: I think it looks really good. I'm super excited. I'm excited to see like what people that haven't played the game think of it.
0: Yeah, you can you can tell that the uh, Sony's really pushing for this for this to be their big franchise.
1: Yeah, I didn't want it.
0: Though. Since Uncharted kind of failed,
1: but it yeah. didn't fail. They right, just you they see ended Uncharted Uncharted it. Movie? <laughs> no, they just ended it.
0: <laughs> you wanna see Oh, I'm Uncharted? thinking about the games. They ended the, oh, end the games. Yes, yeah. They're probably gonna make a third Last
1: of Us. And they ha- they have
0: the multiplayer coming out next year. That's gonna be the most heavily monetized Sony game, like, in a long time. Probably. God, I hope it's not bad. <laughs>
1: Sony, don't fuck it up. That's all I need just don't fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I thought it looked good. Pedro Pascal's probably gonna kill me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bella Ramsey is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still not sure about her. They didn't really show her off that much in the trailer, but a lot of people say she's gonna Game of Thrones. My dad said he liked her in Game of Thrones, so we'll we'll see at some point. I think it's just gonna be a Pedro Pascal show, to be perfectly honest. With you. Yeah. Yeah. That that's true.
1: And they apparently the song in the show trailer was apparently a song that they had in the first game's marketing. I didn't know that, but I I found it somewhere. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool.
0: Well, I didn't jump on the hype wagon for the last of, uh, for the first Last of Us because I not wasn't that. I
1: didn't know it gaming. existed <laughs> until I got a
0: PS4. Basically, I didn't know it existed until I watched a YouTube video on it. I don't remember what it was. Does, does, does uh, CinemaSins have a gaming channel? Maybe. They probably do. They're heavily I feel monetized. like. That, that's, that's I feel that's where like... I got it from. Unless it was just a review. Because I remember someone talking about how Ellie had the mouth of a trucker. I'm like, oh, that sounds kind of badass. <laughs> that's it. That's all Hell I remember. Yeah. Hell yeah.
1: I'm excited. They said 2023. I hope it's like the spring, but it'll probably be like the summer. Imagine they just. Tr- For next September. Yeah. Just so they could drop it on uh, Outbreak Day. Outbreak Day, yeah. Yeah, but HBO has the week by week schedule. And I hate sitting
0: through it because I don't have the patience. Especially like She Hulk fans right now waiting. Uh, or She Hulk fans with quotation marks around them waiting for Daredevil to show up. Oh, I'm a fan of Daredevil anything. and She
1: Hulk. Not She Hulk. <laughs> two different things. <laughs> but also, um, I hope they have the same music from the game. Maybe like a little different, obviously. Like if they have like. Oh my god. If they have the ending of the game in season one, I don't know if they're doing all of it in season one. Or if they're waiting to do like a two parter for the season. I couldn't tell you, But who's going to play Nolan North's character? Can they get Nolan North back? (laughs) Please. That'd be so... That'd be kind of cool. Because they're bringing back uh, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson as separate characters. But they are characters and not just cameos. apparently.
0: So I'm curious to see. They have Nolan North cameo. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, where was? Oh, yeah, because Nolan North had a cameo in Uncharted, anyways. So. Uh huh. Yippee!
1: Okay, next up, Bones and All trailer. This came out like a couple days ago. I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with this trailer. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I've seen
0: it at least like ten times. A um, I'm interested in the tone. I wonder how it's gonna balance. Mm, yes, and cannibalism, and cannibalism and romance. So that that's that's it for me pretty much. I'm just interested in what Bro. exactly they're going to do.
1: Luca Guadagnino is like I'm not going to say like a goat, but I think he's really good at balancing tone. I think. But again, some people hate Suspiria, which was his for it was his last film he did, which was a remake of the 70s one. So, I guess we'll see. But I, I heard this one is good, and it looks really good, at least from the cinematography and stuff. But that's all the trailers. But now we get to talk about Deadpool three.
0: Big beat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Deadpool. I I'd like the announcement of it. I did like the announcement. Yeah. Or he's just like, you wanna play Wolverine? Sure. Why not? <laughs> And, like, that's it. Yeah. Like, okay. but And oh, then the music
1: yeah. played. But, like, it, would just, it was just the regular song, but if you had the subtitles on, they changed it to Hugh instead of You. I will always love Hugh. <laughs> okay. But then they came out with the thing after where they're, like, it's not touching Logan. It's a separate thing. And I'm, like, okay, thank God. <laughs> that's, that's the one thing I was worried
0: about. At the post-credit scene of Deadpool Two, didn't he say, "If uh, don't ever hang up your claws," or something, or yeah. something, yeah. If, when your boy Wade comes back to ask for your help, just help him immediately, or something. <laughs> I don't. I spent a while since I watched Deadpool Two. I think I only watched it like twice. But
1: I saw it once in the
0: theater, and that was it. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I. The, the thing that's kind of unnerving is when, when the official poster came out, it had the fucking Marvel Studios logo on it, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, that was it. That's just, like, my reaction. I got excited, and I saw the Marvel Studios logo. I'm like, oh, God, they're going to fuck this up somehow, aren't they? Oh, my God. Wait, didn't, uh,
0: didn't, uh, yeah, wasn't the news broke? The news broke out that Kevin Feige, no, no, that comes with the Blade news, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't even. Oh, talk about the Blade news. Well, segue to that then. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so you know, Blade lost its director two months mm-hmm. before it started shooting. Yep. Apparently, Kevin Feige didn't like the script. Shoots in two months. Uh, because uh, there was only two fighting scenes. That was literally why he didn't like it, because there was two fighting scenes apparently. Oh no. Oh, but no. also Herschel Ali apparently didn't like it either. Well, that's
1: important to have your lead actor on board for it. Was, you don't want a Blade Trinity
0: situation. he's frustrated with it? I don't know what's going on. Is he producing? Probably. They don't let other people Cause produce. D- didn't he? Didn't he just? I I thought he just called Kevin Feige and is like, Hey. Oh I yeah, he won his it. second
1: Oscar. Then the day later he calls Marvel's like, I'm playing Blade and it's like, okay, fuck it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, I'll do that then. Like, why not to be honest?
0: But yeah.
1: Honestly, that's a Chad move. <laughs> yeah. You win an Oscar, he's like cracks his back, just calls him up, I'm playing Blade. And he's just like
0: well, shit. <laughs> no, okay. I, I sort of started to lose faith anyways after they announced it was PG-13. Yeah, me too. But that was like a year and a half ago. That was a while.
1: Yeah. I'm I've, just not... Mm. But Marshall
0: Ali, I'm sure, would be a great blade.
1: He I'm still will be. A great
0: blade. Marvel, delay it. Please. But, but yeah, uh, a lot of criticism I've seen online is just people like, only two fight scenes?
2: Oh.
0: And I'm like, you know what? Make it one fight. (laughs) Make it one fight. uh, Apparently the fight scene is bad. I didn't know you could have a bad fight scene in a script. I didn't know a script told you what the fight scene was.
1: Well, I think they have to have some layout. Maybe it's like how the fight scene starts, or like the context of it, or how it ends up playing out, maybe, is why they didn't like it. Or maybe it's like the placement of it. Because they only had two So, like, it would just be weird to have, like, a fight scene in there. Just like, oh, okay. But there's got to be a third act, 20-minute fight scene, because Marvel...
0: Maybe one halfway. Maybe a reference to the one he had with the blood shower in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Man, make it R-rated, please. They said it was going to be R-rated
1: when, like, it was announced. Or, like, around then. But then they're like, no, actually, it's BG-13. We're going to keep it fight for all them folks out there. It, yeah, if this movie doesn't get delayed, it's fucked. <laughs> yeah. See, this is where people are finally breaking from Marvel, and I'm I'm loving it. I'm I'm, I'm loving the chaos that Marvel's finally getting like some shit thrown at them, and they're like, ah, uh, fuck. What do we do? <laughs> Here's what you do, yeah. to Marvel. Cancel half your projects. No one wants them. I don't want echo I'm sorry. Who gives a shit about Agatha?
0: Like I actually got to the point where I saw I saw a meme it was it was it was a joke but it was a spit, uh, character from She-Hulk getting her own show. <laughs> and I actually fell for it for a second. I'm like, "Oh my god, this has to be a fucking joke." <laughs> and then it was. You're like, "Oh my god." <laughs> but yeah.
1: In Thunderbolts that's supposed to be their suicide squad. Right, that has, that shit has to be R rated. No, PG thirteen. Marvel, break away, please. <laughs> Have creativity, for the love of God.
0: And apparently, with this news, a bunch of uh, uh, websites came out and said that Kevin Feige stretched too thin. No way. Frustrated right now. <sighs> no
1: way. It's as
0: if it's his fault.
1: I'm
0: <laughs> huh, interesting.
1: Not even Star Wars comes out with as much shit. No.
0: No. Like, what, 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 well, like they have <laughs> at least like a year gap for their shows.
1: Not a year gap. Kenobi ended in June.
0: Well, I don't fucking remember <laughs> that. So, I <laughs> and mean, then, at least they have like ten year gaps between movies. Well, now nah, they're gonna have ten. And years every once in a while them. they'll have a show, but it's usually just one season long. Hopefully. What's gonna happen? Oh. Usually Dallas? their shows are only one season long outside of Mando. Mando!
1: <laughs> Which is now
0: ending. They're is only now. doing the three, right? Uh, or are they doing Some the people th- say three, some people say four. Well, I hope it ends with three, to be honest.
1: I haven't seen it. So. Oh, yeah. no.
0: <laughs> but you know what?
1: That's Disney. Stop it. Stop it. Oh yeah, my gosh, segue to Marvel. They actually did change something. Armor Wars is no longer going to be a shitty show, but it's now probably going to be a shitty movie. (laughs) Let's go! They changed something, finally! The fact that we can commemorate Marvel for not making a show is kind of sad. I'm just excited
0: to see Don Cheadle.
1: Don Cheadle. I'm ready to see why they decided to make this movie. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle.
0: I'm sure it leads into Iron Heart or something, which is art which already filmed, or maybe and Iron it's going to come Heart. out before. <laughs> or maybe Iron Heart leads into Armor Wars, but the plot sounds like every
1: Iron Man thing ever. In Armor Wars, it's about the technology of Iron Man and Daron Hands. Did you know that was the plot of the first movie? <laughs> Did you know that was the plot of the second movie? Maybe
0: they'll have Justin Hammer back.
1: Oh, okay, if they got Sam Rockwell as <laughs> Justin Hammer, I'd watch it. That'd be worth it alone. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> That'd be true. worth it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. That's the new Planet of the Apes movie. You've yes. actually seen the new ones. I have seen the <laughs> new
0: ones. Uh,. Planet of the Apes is good, but not as good as the other two. The other two are way out there, but I would not change anything from the first one. So oh, Rise? You mean? Yeah, yeah, Rise, yeah, rise. yeah, yeah. I would not change you just anything. You said Planet from the first of the Apes, so I'm like the Tim Burton one. No, no. Yeah, yeah, the Tim Burton one. I would not change anything from the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Have you even seen the one? No, I've seen the ending,
1: though. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> is it the same ending as the original?
0: No, it's, uh, it's, uh, so Mark Wahlberg escapes from the Planet of the Apes, right? Okay. This is called Escape from the Planet of the Apes. This is one of them he worked on. I don't think it's the Planet of the Apes, but he go he finally arrives on Earth only to find out. You know, he lands in Washington, DC, and then he walks to this Lincoln Memorial. But Abe Lincoln is actually a monkey statue. And he turns around and monkey police are chasing after him. I don't know what, in context, what that is, but I just think it's really you funny, know what I guess. that's kind of funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's
1: kind of funny. But you
0: know.
1: I don't really care about this franchise, but like they have a bunch of movies in it, so I couldn't tell you. I don't care either. That's why I don't
0: really care about this one, and plus Disney is attached, and no Matt Reeves. Yeah. Probably. Most likely, no Matt Reeves.
1: Yeah, he's too busy being a Batman boy now.
0: Which is good. Isn't Cape Crusader, right? the new animated show
1: that was with him, Bruce Tim, and J.J. Abrams canceled? Yeah. I thought as much. <laughs> yeah. But, but The Superman show is still around. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Adventures of Jimmy.
1: No, it's My Adventures with yeah,
0: Superman. Yeah. It's with Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. But not Superman, and it's animated, <laughs> which I mean I'm fine with animated shit. But apparently other no, I st- said anime. Oh, two anime? different things. Oh. <laughs> uh, other streaming services are looking at The Cape Crusader, looking to pick it up. That's true, guy. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, so. and they
1: should, because that'd be really. Then it's just gonna be a
0: huge fucking fuck you to Discovery.
1: Like, but why? then Universal's gonna buy him. In like two years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Warner Brothers just die. Oh, okay. Warner Brothers, we're looking to sell. Die. <laughs> 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 they cut up chunks of their body and sell it off.
0: <laughs> like, like what Marvel did. <laughs> way back, yeah. They're just like, <laughs> yeah. ah, you, you this? get this.
1: Ah. It's like, they just take up some of the intestines. Here, you can have this. <laughs> And well, we can have Hulk. <laughs> uh, the crouching tiger, hidden dragon guy. You know what I think he'd be good for? Hulk. <laughs> Hulk. <laughs> Keno, baby. Oh my god! I can't imagine going from crouching tiger to Hulk. I can't fucking picture. <laughs> My brain actually fries itself every time I think about that. Hulk has a
0: deep meaning behind it.
1: (laughs) Yes, Jekyll and Hyde. It's been around since the 20s. At Uh, least. (laughs) Okay. He's cool. And green. Green. Oh my gosh, you know what? You're going to love this. You you posted this on YouTube. Yeah, I Community, did. baby. I did. I did. Community movie. Six seasons
0: in a movie. They're finally doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's been, Dan Harmon's been going on record saying it's happening eventually. And every time news comes out, like, it ends up going nowhere. But I guess it's actually happening. Yeah, they have the like release home. date. They
1: have where it's going to be streaming. All the cast members are involved now. They've been tweeting about it and shit. So it's, yeah. like, happening now. Which
0: which is... Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't seen the final season fully. Oh, sure. So I don't know how well the final season actually wrapped things up. But I'm just excited because they're finally doing the six seasons in a movie thing that they've been promising in the show. Oh, in the show? Time. Yeah. Wow. The six seasons. is Are they that meta? Yeah. They're oh, like, my God. Like, because one of the dudes, one of the main dudes wants to be a filmmaker, so he, like, it's like all, he pictures it like it's a sitcom in his head, pretty much, <laughs> which is pretty funny. But, it's like six seasons in so a So I think the show's, like, in his head, and it's, like, filming and shit, oh, wow. like, but, yeah. In my opinion, Community has one of the best episodes in TV, period, out of anything I've ever seen from TV. What? Which has the, uh, you know, different dimension hopping. Yep.
2: Community.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Weren't the Russo brothers originally from this? I thought they were. Yeah, Yeah. they did. They directed some of the best episodes.
1: Imagine going from community
0: and good Marvel to the great man. (laughs) (laughs) The great man. Well, they're just not Maybe they're just good with... Yeah, their ego got to them. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They're like,
1: ah! One of the biggest movies of all time. Netflix, give us money.
0: (laughs) And I, I guess I'd have to... Also, find the episodes that were deleted from Netflix or whatever streaming service it's on that um, had a uh, you know, uh, blackface. Mm, you what? Oh ones. my god! Because <laughs> um, uh, there was a Dungeons and Dragons episode where Chevy Chase put on, I think he put on blackface <laughs> for role playing. But that was the entire joke, because he's a fucking racist piece of shit. <laughs> They're just like, "What the fuck?" So I can't. Yeah. I kind of want to see it, but I get why they were in hot water for that, probably. Yeah, I got. Uh, uh, I, they, they did it. They did it for the joke, not not to be racist. At least I hope. <laughs>
1: well, they have the racist guy be racist. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know what to tell you. And he
0: left because you know he was also like that in real life sexually harassing. Women. Hmm. Being an asshole in real life, huh? Crazy. Yeah, who could have seen that? Coming? I'm just glad Rick and Morty can finally, maybe, hopefully, fucking die in a hole. Nah.
1: <laughs> what
0: the creators said that they
1: could now get to a point where they can make a season every year, and I'm so not ready for that. Because there's gonna be w- another thing that gets fucking meme to death from Rick and Morty, and I'm like, stop, please end it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Multiversus
0: added, Rick. Well, that game's been dead, so... It's not dead. They <laughs> it's keep... not dead yet, damn it.
1: I'm not even saying that because, like, I like it. But I I, I enjoy it enough. Like, I, I don't really care. I know a lot of people are like, what the fuck? Game of Thrones versus Looney Tunes? Like, some people are off-put by that. I just think it's funny. It's... <laughs> Keep an eye out for the
0: memes like Fortnite. Fortnite,
1: let's go. But yeah, Fortnite is insane. And people are okay with that. Gears of War executes the Xenomorph as the Borderlands guy teams up with like 37 different Marvel characters and ends up battling all like 20 DC characters. And then you have
0: Travis Scott versus Ariana Grande Traveling, Grande is in the sky fighting aliens. Yep, Mm -hmm. as the event,
1: and then you have fucking Aloy and Kratos fight Master Chief and Marcus Phoenix. Because
0: why the fuck not? (laughs) You can't forget about the you can't forget about the One Direction reunion concert that's going on in the background. Oh fuck Uh, yeah! (laughs) Also,
1: there's fucking the Marshmallow guy. The DJ.
0: Oh, and also Star Wars. <laughs> Just to throw that in there. Yeah, Hulk is driving a TIE fighter.
1: <laughs> the Hulk, holding a lightsaber, goes Super Saiyan and executes fucking Black Adam. <laughs>
0: As Black oh, also T- Stranger Th- the- Dark. As Also Resident <laughs> Evil and Street Fighter one of the kids from Stranger Things gets fucking obliterated by a boogie bomb. <laughs> this game is insane. Literally there used to be a
1: chart with all of the crossovers on it and I could barely see everyone on my phone. There were so fucking many. It uh, lo- they they try to make it look like the Smash roster. So like everyone of the same like label or like the same series or whatever were like in a row. And Marvel had, like, two
0: fucking rows. Because there was just so much Marvel in it. Like, they added Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Like, she's what? <laughs> the, she's the uh, Season Pass character, though. So mm-hmm. you have to grind to
1: get her. Yeah, you have to hit that Sigma male grind. Because, you
0: know, uh, people love Spider-Gwen because uh, they didn't read the comics, but they just think she looks cool. But I mean, they
1: read the comics. No, no. I've been a fan yeah, since she started. Been I definitely didn't think it was
0: stupid. Yeah, yeah. But then I saw the
1: movie. And I was like, oh, I've loved her for the whole time. No, yeah, the whole, yeah. The whole time. <laughs> yeah, I knew who she was before. Absolutely. I don't know if you have any more news. I have one more piece of news. MGM Plus and Lionsgate Plus. This has to fucking stop. Who yeah. gives a shit? <laughs> MGM Plus is Epics, which was a uh, cable channel. Term streaming service, and MGM is owned by Amazon. So what the fuck is Amazon doing, letting them have a separate streaming service? What are, what, are, what are they gonna have, fucking Rocky and what? Rocky and what? Rocky. Yeah. Rocky.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's well gonna be good, guys. Trust point. Cable. Stick with cable. The rise of point. cable comes back somehow. <laughs> stick cable at this point.
1: HBO has been around for fucking ever because they were cable and streaming.
0: Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I'm not getting... I, I canceled my Paramount. I don't have a reason to have Paramount. I'm
1: canceling my HBO. It's 15 bucks a month that oh, I barely use. It
0: right? And I've it's not
1: that HBO. there isn't shit I don't want to watch because I literally have like 400 or 500 things on my watch list. It's just I don't have the time anymore. So I'm just like, okay, I'm done. I I'm keeping my Hulu for now, but I might cancel
0: that soon too. Not Netflix. I don't own my Netflix. Oh, you don't own Netflix. Yeah, no. but Disney Plus. I Netflix don't own, own my ne- Disney Plus so either. But you're gonna keep your Paramount Plus. I don't have that. So HBO's your only. Oh, I HBO Prime. and
1: Hulu. My Amazon Prime, I don't have that either. Oh my god! I borrow three and I own two. That's that's my deal. But I'm getting rid of one of them. I'm, I'm giving you a, a crisis here. You're just thinking above your...
0: I am rethinking everything now. Your HBO. Should I even have a Amazon Prime? Should I just resort back to DVD?
1: Wouldn't that be amazing if they still produced cheap DVDs? But no... Now modern movies are twenty on DVD when they used to be like five,
0: and now. I mean, Morbius is probably in the dollar bin at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so I mean, that's a steal in my opinion. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take these thirty copies of Morbius it's and add them to my collection. Blu-ray edition, actually, <laughs> in the dollar bin at
1: Walmart. My dad watched Morbius on Netflix because I told him to watch it. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, dude, listen, you should watch Morbius. And like, that was when, like I, had this like epiphany about myself, and then literally moments later, the fucking Milo scene came in where he was dancing. <laughs> so I went down. I went downstairs, and then just stood in front of the TV and watched it. <laughs> like I couldn't fucking handle it, dude. That scene is so good. Whoever
0: came up with that scene needs a raise—a <laughs> more billion dollar raise. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You see, anti morber
1: its always morbid time. It's Always morbid time. <laughs> I'm glad the Morbius memes died, but also a lot of them are really funny. <laughs> so I'm kind of sad that
0: they died. Also, no, they're they're still around. They like, are. You know, once in a while, people reference it in the form of. Like, when I was playing Grounded earlier, you heard me, it's Grounded in Time. Yeah. People oh. reference it like that. It's Avatar in Time, baby. Avatar in
1: Time? Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. That, that's how a lot of people reference it in so guys. <laughs> it's it's Batmaning Time. Batmaning. Oh, my God. Okay. Souping Time. So,
1: okay. I have, like, two reviews that I would do myself, then the Oscars, and then the game shit. But this is the start of Spookoween, so because of that, I have something at the end to kick it off.
0: <laughs> oh, oh my god! Okay, he's okay. scaring me
1: just thinking about spooky. It. <laughs> so okay, you know what? Tell me, should I review "Don't
0: Worry, Darling" first, or should I review "Blonde" first? Dude, don't worry, darling, because you're gonna go on a longer rant about.
1: Oh my god, I'm going to go on a long rant about both. Oh my god. okay. <clears throat> Chime in at any point, alright. So, I knew the twist going in, and I was hoping there would be some context, because the twist is really fucking stupid. Uh, so, before <laughs> I reveal what it is, alright, it looks really good. Like, it looks really good. I, don't, I can't complain about like any of the cinematography. I can't complain about any of it. I think it looks really good. The score by John Powell fucking slaps. Yeah, John Powell. So yeah, hard. Yeah. Oh my Powell's god. Right. Uh, Florence Pugh is great because obviously, but I'm also gonna say there was a good supporting lineup. Chris Pine. This might be his best performance. He's like in it for like four scenes, but he's so good. In like, he's a huge standout. Olivia Wilde is a supporting actress in it. I thought she was, like, fine. But there's a scene at the end where she's, like, really good. And then I'd even say Gemma Chan has, like, a little monologue at, like, the two-thirds point that is, like, really good. It's so, like, I'd say performances, for the most part, <laughs> all around are pretty good. And you know what? Harry Styles didn't make me want to die. That's a good thing. It's so funny. Yeah, there was one scene, it was his first time he, like, yelled and tried to act that I had to stop myself from laughing. But, like, the next, like, two times he had, like, a monologue and he was, like, yelling and screaming. I didn't mind it. And Olivia Wilde actually wrote some semi-decent jokes for him like, halfway through that I thought landed pretty well. Mostly around, like, a dinner scene. Um. Yeah, like, Sets and costumes, the 50s look is stellar. Honestly, that like really good like technical stuff. Here's where we get to the story. You ready for the twist? Here's what I knew going in. It was a simulation. So with that in mind. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. But I wanted some context, and you know what? That little thing called context came in clutch and helped me out here. Because what it's actually trying to do is kind of interesting. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's getting a little wacky. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's... Maybe I gotta get in Nice and snug with you Just to try and make this work Cause it only ever happens when I'm doing it And When I found out Like when I've been re-listening to him Also yeah I do listen to them Back Just to try and See if we're fixing anything Yeah we're just fucking with it right now Oh my goodness Yeah <laughs> oh. Work okay, look at that. slightly better. Okay, so as I was saying, <clears throat> here's the context in the real world. Okay, Chris Pine runs a small community where he believes that women serve men, so basically, a fucking incel, right? It's literally a community of incels we are like, you know what, the patriarchy has to have men on top, women subservient, and Harry Styles gets fucking red-pilled, and basically kidnaps his girlfriend, Florence Pugh, and puts her in the simulation. And I kind of like the idea that it's a bunch of incels, because they would be the only people to do this <laughs> And they actually made him look like an incel. He had long, unkept, greasy hair, like a patchy beard. He looked like he hadn't showered in years. Like, it was actually so funny (laughs) how, how they made him look. But we don't learn this until the beginning of the third act. So there's not enough time to flesh it out. Like, how the technology exists. Or how... Because there's people that help run it. There's people in red jumpsuits that, like, take people away. Or, like, like you have to basically, quote-unquote, reset people if they find out. And men can't stay for too long in the simulation. So they have to, like, leave. So that's, like, in the morning when the men leave and the women have to stay behind. In the 50s setting. How they did, like, back in the day. Where he had like the housewives come out, waved at them, give them fucking lunch boxes or whatever. Yeah. They use that <laughs> as the excuse to leave the simulation. Why did they have to leave?
0: They don't explain it.
1: That's the so. Here's what I like: the concept itself is really interesting. Okay, it's like Harry Styles' last monologue is actually really fucking interesting. Okay. So his excuse is, all right, we love each other. You were working a fuck ton. In this world, I'm the one that's working, all right? You can stay here and live this perfect life. You never have to leave. I'm the one that has to not be around forever, because she was a nurse, so she was never around. So he's like, now I'm the one that's not around, right? But he is an incel, so he does like the idea that she cooks and cleans for him. Right? Now, I don't like that part. But there's another scene with Olivia Wilde where Florence Pugh's like, Oh my god, we're stuck here. Men have us trapped. And she's like, I knew the whole time. And Florence Pugh's like, what the hell are you talking about? She's like, but my kids get to live here because they died in the real world so I can be in here and keep my kids. I'm like, oh shit, that's actually interesting. I wish they'd explore that more. But no, there's about ten minutes left. So they have to have a fucking car chase and then end the movie. So the idea that different people go into this simulation for different reasons, and it's sort of like tackling the patriarchy fucking setup has been sadly around for a long time, while also having different people there for different reasons. Like, it's really interesting, but they never explore it. They never, like, go for it. And then they leave you on a cliffhanger, and then it just ends, and it really pissed me off. <laughs> what are you thinking? Am I explaining this well? No,
0: I, I get I, I I get it. It, um... Also, like... Yeah. If you're using that setting, why not explore that setting? It seems like how how you described it, they just sort of are like... Yeah, this is what it was like, but we're not going to explore any of it. I
1: wish it was more like The Matrix. I had this epiphany when I was at work this morning. They should have had it like The Matrix. In The Matrix, he finds out he's in a simulation in the first act. Yeah. And so, you have the next the rest in the movie for him to go back and forth and to do whatever it is he needs to do in that movie so what i was thinking they could have done is like she has to keep it a secret that she knows it's all fake and it would tackle more of that shit right so you can learn more of like different people that are here right you can learn more about like the rules because the rules are not explained. You learn in the last ten minutes, oh, if you die here, you die in the real world. So you have to leave the simulation. Otherwise, they're going to kill you. And those, so she leaves, and then it ends on a cliffhanger. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Wait, what? what happened? <laughs> like, they don't explain the rules. So I hope they would explain the rules more.
0: So also you said that the simulation is in the 50s, right? In the 60s? It's in the 50s, yeah. In the 50s? But then I'm guessing before it's just in the modern day world. How the hell did Florence Pugh not realize, oh shit, we're in the 50s?
1: They don't explain that either. Because they have like (laughs) a weird memory wipe thing. It's weird. But then I'm also thinking, how do they keep her alive in the real world? You have to feed her and give her water. You have to keep her alive
0: still. Maybe that's why the men leave?
1: That's... Actually, that just reminded me of something. Because in his monologue, he's like, every dollar I work for is to keep you here. So, like, he's doing everything technically for her. But she's like, you stole my life from me. So, I'm thinking, Harry Styles should just ask. (laughs) Like, hey, yo, listen, there's this thing where, like, we can be together forever if you're in this simulation. And then i Like work a bunch. Although, to be fair, it's run by an incel, and there's a bunch of incels in it, because it's about the
0: 50s. Yeah, even that topic, where it's just a bunch of incels that created it, but then people want to be there for different reasons. Like, Olivia Wilde just wants to see her kids forever, or I don't know, people just love the setting and they want to live in the setting, you know? Yeah. Like,
1: And then there's a bunch of things that are like mysterious. They, like, lead into it. Like, there's earthquakes. And they're, like, men with their toys, or whatever. Like, th- like the women are just, like, brushing it off. Like, they never actually explain what the fuck the earthquakes are about. There's just earthquakes. Or there's a plane crash, and Florence Pugh follows it and finds the headquarters. But you never find out who's in the plane crash, or why the plane crashed, or why only people that are realizing that it's a simulation, see the plane crash. Like, they never explain that, either. Like, to me, it's a bunch of cool concepts that just don't get enough time to get explained. And it's really frustrating, because I was loving the movie, like, actually really liking it. But the more I think about it conceptually, it's, like, so cool, but then they never explain it, and it just pisses me (laughs) off. I wish they did more. That's all I gotta say. Is basically I wish they did more with it.
0: And have more metaphors for bears being the trauma that Florence Pugh had. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe or something. Uh but like, so
1: I guess more about the Harry Styles monologue scene because I really like this scene. So basically, the first time they're about to leave, she's like. We can be here, I love you no matter where we are, so let's leave. Then Harry Styles is like, okay, let's leave. But then they get in the car, and then the people in the red suits kidnap her, and then reset her. And it's like really actually kind of disturbing. Because she's like screaming for her life. And then Harry Styles is just crying like a bitch in the car.
0: Like, (laughs) okay. It's (laughs) like, uh (laughs) uh-oh. At least Chris Piney and a fucking pussy. Dude, he's so
1: good in this movie. Like, he knows that she's trying to figure it out. So there's a dinner table scene where they're, like, playing mind games with each other and, like, lying and telling the truth to, like, a group of people at a dinner table. And, like, the back and forth is so good. It's so good. And, like, how their stories, like, the people in the town have the similar stories. So, like, How they met each other is similar like a bunch of people all like dropped their ticket on a bus in boston and met each other right or how a bunch of people in this town went to the same like like honeymoons or whatever like i wish they'd explain that more like why they gave them the same like i don't know like backstories i guess like, I-, I wish they just did more with it. And that's why I kind of hope it gets a sequel. Like I know it's weird to say, but like if it gives enough explanation
0: for more of it,
1: I'd honestly see a sequel. Because there's a bunch of women still trapped in this simulation. So it could be like a rescue mission movie. And then you get to learn more about it. But I don't know. That's just me spitballing here. I give it uh, seven. I thought it was good. And I thought the twist was neat. And I like that it's a bunch of incels being incels. <laughs> but I wish they did more with it. Seven after. Now you ready for me to get pissed? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. Blonde, baby. Oh my god. Okay. Tech. Okay. I don't- really do this ever. I'm like okay if it has solid technical elements but I fucking hate the movie I'll still give it like a 2 or a 3 but I'm like nah I'm gonna give it a 1 because I just fucking hate this movie. So one, the best score of the year which is saying a lot because Batman exists <laughs> but then uh, okay, Ana de Armas tries like a lot And, like, there are some good shots. It's solid, technically, like, in terms of the sets and costumes. But For me, it's the goddamn story. It's so fucking terrible. Like, I actually hate it so goddamn much. They never, ever show the bright side of Marilyn Monroe. For about three hours... They keep her crying and extremely traumatized. And it's a fucking miserable experience. It's so, like, I I had to, like, actively stop watching at a couple of points. Because it was just so fucking, like, I I couldn't watch anymore. It's not because it was, like, I, I was too disturbed. It was just, like, I was so done with just, like, listening to Anna de Armas fucking cry for, like, the 30th or 40th time in a row, right? And in the first 10 minutes, Marilyn Monroe is raped. Like, holy shit. Like, this movie actively fucking hates Marilyn Monroe. Like, I don't understand why the director made this movie. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. And and they have CGI fetuses. They have a lot of shots of CGI fetuses. And a lot of them... St- There's a scene where one of them starts talking to her and they basically make her like, fucking psychotic at the end of the movie for literally zero godforsaken reason. They're like, you know what would be cool? She had hallucinations. And we just had her losing her mind. Like, why? Why would you fucking do that? And, and, instead of just, dis- like, getting, like, dissuading the rumors, they're like, nah, you know what? This shit actually happened. And we're gonna take it a step further, too. So, JFK fucking beat and rapes her. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, actually, what the fuck? That's. I-, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. And she gets pregnant with this baby. So the fucking, like, CIA or some shit kidnaps her and, like, removes the baby. There is two abortion scenes in this movie. And there is a shot from inside of her whatnot. And it, like, opens up with, like, the tonsils and shit. Like, oh, my God. And, like, why? (laughs) You have anything to say? You look just shocked. <laughs> this movie's fucking insane. In, like, the worst way possible. And I don't know why they did it.
0: Sounds like a biopic, to be honest.
1: But biopics at least show happy moments. They never show a happy moment. Or if they do, it's immediately followed up with something traumatizing. And she's topless for literally zero, like, zero reason. She's topless for about, like, 10, 15 minutes of this movie. Someone counted.
0: Uh, 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 that But That's what I heard, was this movie was just pretty much sex.
1: It's literally porn. <laughs>
0: it's literally porn. And,
1: oh my god, there's so many fucking sex scenes in this movie. There's, like, a five-minute long one with, like, Charlie Chaplin's son... Or something, and they're in, like, a thruple, or whatever the fuck, and, like, they're jerking her off in a movie theater. What the fuck is going on?
0: What the fuck's so going just on? just wanted to get off to Anna de Armas? Yes!
1: So just make a porn with Anna de
0: Armas. And claim it's going to uh, be her Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> Maybe that's what actually was the whole movie is. An Oscar cliff <laughs> for for her, so he can see her
1: topless. Mmm. Yes. Okay. But they're claiming this movie's feminist. I actually think it's a pr- pretty pretty backwards. I think it's actually a regression in feminism. To be perfectly honest with you,
0: I, I would see it that way too. To be honest, because that th-
1: what's progressive? A man makes a movie about a famous woman crying and being abused the entire time. When in actual, like, real life, she had so many fucking strengths, right? Like, she had so much going for her, and they never show it. Or they mention it, but the men are just like, nah, no way. And then they just, like, leave it. But, like, maybe that's the point, because they're trying to make it so she's, like, not appreciated? Like, I don't believe it. I just think that's what the director fucking thinks. Like, to be perfectly honest with you.
0: I thought people looked up to her back then.
1: They did. But there's, like, people behind the scenes where she's, like, crying or whatever. She's like, ah, she's mental. We can't put her in. Like, What? What are you talking about? And, like, the simple thesis that, like, Marilyn Monroe is only on the screen, right? I'm not Marilyn Monroe. Like, simple idea, but you can at least tackle it a little bit. But they don't. They don't. (laughs) Or, like, when they try, again, it's immediately followed up with, like, uh uh-oh, miscarriage. Like, what the fuck?
0: Like, the fourth miscarriage of the movie.
1: There's at least two, yeah. (laughs) This movie is fucking insane. It baffles me. Baffles me that Netflix read this script, said, ah, yes, good idea. Let's throw 30 to $40 million at this thing. Whose fucking bright idea was it to make this movie? Not a single soul, not a single one behind the scenes said, yo, do you think this is a
0: bad idea?
1: Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently I mean, not. The
0: paycheck says otherwise.
1: That's true, yeah. and it's number one on Netflix because people are hate watching it to number one. So like maybe like a Morbius. <laughs> so one out of ten, probably the worst movie of the year. Not because it's actually the worst movie of the year, but because it's a fucking miserable experience, and it's the worst possible way to look at an icon like Marilyn Monroe. And it just pisses me off so much that I just I I gotta put it at like my dead last because movie fucking sucks. I'm Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> oh fuck. <sighs> so yeah, that was that was me ranting for a little bit. Sorry, folks. But you know what time it is, folks? It's Red Dead Redemption One and Two time. Ah oh, okay. We were gonna do this last week. Yeah. Yeah. But then we didn't. (laughs) So I never finished Red Dead One because my game kept glitching out. But it was like an important story mission. So the
0: the train one, yeah. yeah. I
1: I mentioned this to you. So like you had to go to the you had to hop on a train, right? Simple thing. Hop on a train. But the button to cue you to jump onto the train never showed up. So every time I tried to do it it wouldn't work. So, like, I tried, like, 40 times. I had to keep reloading the mission. You go down a hill where the train's coming, and you're riding on the seat. I thought, oh, maybe I gotta get right at the front. Or maybe I gotta get right at the back. No. I just got
0: screwed. I got a bad copy, I guess. But I know the ending. I know it. <laughs> yeah, the PlayStation 3 had a lot of issues. A lot of PlayStation 3 ports have a lot of issues. Uh, I know... Uh, Fallout 3 on the PlayStation 3 is notorious for, like, never working. Uh, but also, Red. I had a lot of issues with Red Dead 1. I had to restart twice. because oh, the entire so, game? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, one, one was on the first playthrough. The other one was I was playing it again. But the first time... But it was happening because it just wouldn't load. Like, the game would just sit in the loading screen forever. Like, I only have that stuff in Bethesda games. But like at least Bethesda games you can just exit out of the game and go back into it and it'll load. But then this just would not load. Like
1: maybe period. I should have done that. Period. I don't know. I still have it. I could maybe try it again,
0: but yeah. I don't know. I I think one of these days I, I'll definitely go back to it.
1: Oh, but I'm not ready to play a 60-hour game yet. <laughs> Oh, it's actually not 60 No, this,
0: hours. it's really short compared to... It's like... Compared to those. It's not Red Dead 2. That's yeah. 60 hours.
1: <laughs> That's actually my first 60-hour game, I think.
0: That would have been my second.
1: So, it's not that I hadn't played games for more than 60 hours. I'm saying, like, me yeah. completing a story that was 60 hours. I think this was my first.
0: I think it was my second because Dragon Age Inquisition was fucking so long.
1: Like, like, okay, like, Spider-Man, I probably put 100 hours in. The story's not even close to 100 hours, but I played that game for, like, 100 hours. Because I just fucking loved it so much. Or, like, uh... I probably put at least, like, 50 into Minecraft, despite me not liking it. I've probably done that. Or, uh... I put a bunch into Fortnite when that was popular. I probably put 100 into that actually. But that's like in terms of story-based games, that was my first 60-hour game. And I think my second I was going to say FF7 remake. But I did the side quests, so that's why it was 60 hours. But yeah, okay. Yeah. That was my first
0: anyway, first one. of Slaps, I think. <laughs> He <laughs> hasn't finished it. The first one is a fucking masterpiece, and the second one is nothing compared to the first one. I think they're both an 8 out of 10. <laughs> of what I've played, I think they're both an 8 out of 10. I think, the, I think the second one doesn't stand a chance. I know it's a hot take, but seriously, that, that, oh shit. <laughs> well, that, yeah. that length really drags it down in my opinion. Oh, it's rough. It's really rough. And, like... I know people, like, but it's immersive, and it's attention to detail is so cool. Like, I'm glad you enjoy that, but that's just not what I look for in a game. I don't care. And how linear the game is. With a huge open world, I want to do what I want in those missions. In the
1: missions,
0: but, like, the open world's so...
1: Like, Nicky Jakey's got a good video on it. I do agree that the story missions should be more open. But in terms of just fucking around, there's so much to do. Like, I've I've gotten into so many train robbery fights, and I got on so give me your money. And then, like, for some godforsaken reason, they just know where I
0: am. Yeah, the The graphics and the physics really help to make those moments really (laughs) fucking cool.
1: Or, like, when I'm in a horse chase, but then I accidentally hit a rock, and I just get (laughs) flung,
0: and my horse dies. Because, yeah, that's where Red Dead 1 lacked, was there wasn't that much side stuff. So, like, when I, like, Finished all the side shit and the main stuff. I would just go after the miscellaneous bounties, and I just capture them. And instead of turning them in, I pretend to turn them in. But then I just go to the nearest train track and just sit there and wait for a train to come. <laughs> and just do the classic. <laughs> but yeah, for the story, definitely the first one hands down. But the second one is definitely there for the open world, easily. Like but, the
1: entire first game is in the second.
0: Except for Mexico. Yeah. Except for, Well, it's in the game files and it's outside. But they, apparently they were going to, but they just decided not to.
1: Rockstar moment. <laughs>
0: Too much effort. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they put a lot of effort into it already. That's, well, uh, yeah. yeah. So the first
1: game, I think, is... For me, the main characters of these stories are so good. John Marston's a daddy who wants to save his family and then he gets fucking executed <laughs> for being a good guy because the good guys are actually the bad guys. Think about
0: it. Yeah. yeah. The Pinkertons. I mean, even even that, I, I think, uh, especially in the first one, I think Dutch is an amazing villain. He only appears until he only appears like the last half of the game.
1: And they do mention him a lot like act. Dutch. Yeah.
0: And he's built up to be this force, but he's just a dude who's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, I don't think it's the best rock star villain. Not gonna lie, I, I think I think Bully had the superior villain. Bully. I know that's kind of funny, but isn't I, it just another Bully? It's it's another it's a it's a kid who uh, uh, manipulates people. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. Bully moment.
1: Yeah. But I mean, for me. I I did play Red Dead Redemption 2 for like 100 hours. I did put that much time into it. I like I kind of regret it, but also I liked doing it. So like I guess I can't regret it that much. Maybe. Because like I got invested in the open world I'm not gonna lie. I had fun in like when like the the knights, and they had all the stars and shit. I'm just like riding or whatever, or just coming across KKK randomly, and then you just go, you <laughs> just fucking execute a bunch of them, and then you find them again. They're like, God damn it, this guy, and then just and just shoot all of them down. Like there's way more to do in the second one. Like I tried to find aliens. I know they're in the game. But I, I, I never got to find them. <laughs> and there's a time traveler, too. Oh, yeah, and there's, like, a saga, like a side quest, where, like, there's, like, a ghost girl in, like, a swamp. And, like, if you keep going back there, you'll keep finding her, and, like, it shows a story. Like, that's, like, the supernatural element is really cool. Because, like, Western, like, the people in the West, they had, like folklore tales and shit. So it's yeah. cool to, like, actually have it in a game. You know? Cause like, oh, there was this thing in the sky and then you go over there and there's, like, a UFO. You're like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> or yeah, like, Ghost
1: Girl. There's zombies in one of
0: them, right? Like, oh my god. I think that's why people liked uh, Undead Nightmare a lot.
1: I couldn't get past Undead Nightmare. I used all of my
0: ammo right away <laughs> so I couldn't go anywhere. For me, Red Dead 2, I didn't explore the world at all. I just did the story. Because that's what I played the first one for. Sure. But to me, a good open world is um, a good open world rewards exploration. And sure, Red Dead 2 has the moments where it's like, oh, that's cool. But it's like, why am I exploring? I think it has a to be honest, I think it
1: it does achieve that. Because, like, their side missions were, like, yeah, it's random. But like, if you don't finish, like, a. Like, a, there's one mission in particular where it's, like, you as Arthur meet a fisherman in, like, the northeast of the map. And I did two of the three missions with this fisher guy. But then I finished the story and I fucking died. So then, as John, I went back, and it actually allowed me to finish it. Where, like, John would tell this fisherman, like, what happened to Arthur. And then they'd keep this quest going, and they had different dialogue options and shit. Like, I think that's really
0: cool that they paid yeah. that attention to detail. I, I consider that quest design, and not... Uh, well, that's a part of the world design, open zone, though. Because, like, if I look at the most recent big open world game that everyone fucking loves, but that's played at least. Is Elden Ring? Like, I couldn't get past the, the first main boss, right? But well then, as I kept exploring, I found out there's a shop, there's a, a bandit shopkeeper who literally has an item that locks the boss in place so you can get a couple hits in. And it's like, I would have never found that if I actually went to go explore. You know well very specific games need that yeah like this is like a way different thing than Elden ring <laughs> yeah but I, I'm I'm talking about reward for going out and exploring like yeah cool moments like running into the kkk and is just fucking cool. executing <laughs> but like for me what I see as uh, good open world design is having a good reward for exploring. And plus, there's, I didn't, I didn't notice that much collect. No, there was the, the, the card decks, right? They did have card decks for, yeah. for the collectibles. I thought that was really, because like the world is so massive, you don't need to have fifty thousand collectibles, which is a problem with Breath of the Wild. You know, you don't need to have, which I'm, I'm glad Red Dead Two didn't have all the but shit I, you had. Like they
1: do. Allow you to explore because it's like you got because you can you got to f- have certain like animal pelts to yeah. like sell off for an amount of money but you wouldn't know really where to go so you just go exploring like oh fuck there's that animal so like you gotta no. go
0: kill it you know uh, the like and it's not exactly clear on where they are that's
1: yeah that's like, what gives like,
0: you like a general region but you still have to look around which I think is good design wise too. Well, yeah, no, like, I'm yeah, saying, like, but... you wouldn't know really where to find a bear. Yeah. Like, you, you just go, go north, and you're like, fuck, where's the yeah, bear? Yeah,
1: that that's... <laughs> or, like, you 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 can kind of assume where the gators are, to be fair. Yeah. Like, you can kind of assume that, but, like, you're like, oh, fuck, I gotta kill this kind of bird. Where the hell am I gonna find this kind of bird?
0: So you just walk around, you're like, oh, shit, and you, like, pull out your gun. And just fucking execute this bird. Yeah, like, the... The filling of the open world is good, because it's not, like, exact pinpoint uh, of exactly... Unlike where Horizon,
1: is. where every single fucking animal has yeah. a different region, and each animal has, like, 30 regions, and there's, like, 30 animals, so there's, like, a billion
0: fucking waypoints on the map! <laughs> yeah, there's just, like... You don't need 50,000 things on the map and just make it a cluster-filled shit stain. <laughs> but... Like Horizon. Yeah, yeah. Quick back to the thing, I wasn't complaining about that stuff for Red Dead, I was complaining about like, going into a cave and finding a, finding like a cool thing that could like a new hat or something. Like that, oh. that, that. Like that. It's know, like rewarding it's for <laughs> Going in a cave and finding a cool hat. Well, that, you have to do that with some
1: of the subjects. guns. Like, yeah, you can buy some. But, like, there are quests to find them. Or yep. you can like, there's I, like I
0: did get a gun for that, for doing that
1: once. Yeah, so. there's like Miners that that, like that there's there's like a mine area and I remember in particular that I went down and there was like a gun at the end of it. I'm like, oh shit, I'm never gonna use this, but it was cool. Yeah,
0: like they do have that kind, and I I'm totally down for that if they keep if they keep that for GTA Six in a larger city. Apparently, the one of the protagonists is going to have a New Yorker accent, which is going to be funny, I guess. <laughs> New, York. <laughs> but New York. It's just the main problem with it is how awful the level design is. Like, I don't want to be riding a train and then slightly, just a tiny fraction go over to the right and then, oh, you failed. You got off the horse. You know, going back to Saints Row 2, you get to shoot up a police station. It's not clear on how. Like, there's an option. You can just drive to it, or you can take a fucking attack helicopter and just blow it up. <laughs> you do it how you want to do it. You know, you I don't, do- like, I you did- failed because you didn't enter the car in ten seconds. Like that Dude, that's so many games have that problem.
1: Like, even Spider-Man, which is my favorite game of 2018, is like, oh, you gotta follow a train... You better keep up with the train or you're going to have to restart. (laughs) Like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Like, if it's open world,
0: let me have some openness. Track mission. Like, you don't need (laughs) Ubi stuff. (laughs) Not that... Yeah, there is a lot of Red Dead 2 missions that have following people around and talking. I think it's even worse in, like,
1: Horizon. Because every fucking level is go, like, track a person or go
0: to a place... Shoot a yeah. thing, and you're done. <laughs> like, That's even worse in the Assassin's Creed games. Oh, probably. You gotta <laughs> blend in with the people. Can't be seen. Huh. <laughs> Dude's facing this way. <laughs> I s- well, who's <laughs> Who is that? Th- Who is that?
1: What? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Who is that? See, I think God of War does that really well. Although, to be fair, there's not much to do in terms of that. No. Out there. But, like, it's like, sure, you have to kill a boss a certain. But it's not like oh to track down the boss you have to go a certain way. Although it is very linear, but yeah, like that, you you can do side shit and then like
0: travel different realms first or whatever. Well, because the approach is that it's not open world; it's still linear. So there's lots of backtracking, but yeah, Red Dead is still an open world, and you know. But it's, it's linear. The design. open world and the the gameplay should and the story should sort of connect together yeah. and not just be like. Linear open world. Nope, you can't you can't go there. You have to you have to do this. See, I do
1: like the first so. half of the game. Like I n- never had a problem with it because even though it is
0: there, I didn't care as much. At least for me. Yeah, I I sort of lost it when they went to Cuba, and I'm like, they're just fucking dragging this thing on. Oh that yeah, was that was rough. Possible. That was
1: absolutely rough. Because it's like, oh yes, we're gonna randomly. End up in Cuba and have to perform a revolution. Like what?
2: <laughs> Why? Is good guys.
1: <laughs> good. But like honestly, that third chapter, that last sixth chapter, slaps so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And there's like, because so you come back just and just everyone gets out. fucking shot and murdered, and you're like, oh shit. And then like, depending on if you had high honor. Or low
0: honor, or if you decided to get the gold, or if you decided not to get yeah. The There's like four
1: endings for him. I, tr- I throughout the entire game, at least in the first half, was like I'm gonna try and have high honor, and then I gave up because I didn't care. But then I was like, okay, I'm approaching the ending, so I'm gonna do some good deeds so I can get the good ending. <laughs> so I, literally, I was like a, a little bit past the middle part, I'm like all right, <laughs> good to go, I'm good yeah. to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the score and the soundtrack slaps so fucking hard in this game. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. May I stand on chicken? Slaps, Oh <laughs> my. The house building. <laughs> <laughs> Although that <laughs> epilogue is awful. Oh, the the epilogue is what we just said, but. Because it's like, oh, you have to go to a certain place to do a certain thing, or you fail. some
0: guys who ambush you, because they're cannibals. <laughs> but uh-huh.
1: Also, I do love the hick brother and sister that are dating each other. Oh, yeah. that I knew that was in the game. I wish I didn't, because that was such a creepy encounter. And I went back and fucking murdered them. But, like, yeah, if you bring the sister back to the mom's gravesite. Yeah. She yeah. says something. Like that's so cool. <laughs> but all of the levels are go to a
0: place, do a thing, goes wrong, shoot shit and then shoot. <laughs> but yeah, you have to go on the <laughs> attention to detail. Like the fact that Arthur Morgan got tuberculosis because he punched someone, I would have never have guessed that. I wouldn't have either. No. Like I when I he got tuberculosis, I'm like, wait, I actually looked it up. And, you know, it's like, oh, because he punched the guy. That's why he got tuberculosis. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. That's kind of epic. It's kind of epic, bro. But if it had the narrative of Red Dead 1, I think it would have been a better competitor against God of War than what it actually was Oh, you at mean, the time. But Oh, at the Game Awards? Yeah, at the Game yep. Awards. I kind of want to talk about that year, because that was a nutty yeah. year. We, we yeah. could do that later. Oh, with the Oscar. Segment, but not yeah, was, not as big as twenty twelve, but
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Black Ops two, and
1: oh, I can actually look up this year. You can keep going with Red Dead one and two. We've mostly been talking about Red Dead two, actually. But yeah, the ending of Red Dead one. I my dad was playing it, and I watched it when I was like seven, and I cried like a bitch. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched my dad play the first one too. But I, like, didn't understand it, what was going on at all. So my dad would tell me every... I don't know what the hell's going on here. That's the echo. Uh, yeah, we might yeah. Ah! Oh, there we go. Okay. Why would it the make it better?
1: <laughs> Hold on, we gotta... We gotta get our box. Like, is that better? Nah, a little
0: bit. It's so
1: stupid. we just gotta back it up. Oh, shit.
0: Where's the wire?
1: No. Honestly, we should just have it back here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. There, yeah. And then we can just do... There you go. There you go. Yeah, okay. that's better. And yeah. then we can be as loud as we want still. Yeah. Kind of a bit. Oh, shit.
1: Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Can't be too loud. I think it's because we were loud. We yeah. just have to keep the volume. It's like the first episode, we were too quiet, and I couldn't hear a goddamn thing. But now that we've actually gotten into it, and we're really loud, yeah, it's all scratchy and stuff. So we'll keep... This is so... Oh, is it
0: moment? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll look up 2012. You can... Anyways, Red Dead... Uh, I, I, was, I watched Red Dead 1. My dad played it, too. I didn't know what was going on, but my dad would talk about it every once in a while to me. And he talked to me about the ending and he's like, Oh yeah. I beat it last night, you know, he gets a he gets a, a wife and a son. I'm like, oh, family building in the game, that's cool. But I didn't really play it until I finished The Last of Us, where I was like, Damn, games could actually be good. Crazy. I didn't know that. And I I actually taught I remember I, I um I told him Hey, do you think I'm old enough to play uh, Red Dead yet? In uh, I was at a pizza ranch. <laughs> pizza I remember. Ranch. I remember. It's like, yeah. I mean, to, uh, other games you've played, it's probably nothing, and yeah, but one thing I do remember watching from him play was there's this scene where he, uh, John and the Marshal of Armadillo are investigating like cannibals or whatever, okay. and. You open up the barn, and there's just a bunch of dead hanging bodies. And I had to scream, and, you know, just disappeared from the dead. Like, oh, it's too inappropriate. It wasn't that bad when I went back When I went back to playing it. But, um, maybe we just aim it down more. Like, aim this down.
1: And then put, no, keep it up here. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, we're just fucking this stuff right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is awful. This is actually <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved that It just went...
0: It <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. I just swear, this. Let's just, just listen <laughs> to it. Try that. Okay. It might remove some of the echo. Yeah, we're gonna
1: we're gonna try this, maybe. Ah! Hey! It, it doesn't look that bad! Look at- One's Okay. So. so I think it worked. I think we figured it out. Yeah, I think we figured it out, too. Oh, my goodness. We do have to talk a little bit, though, because yeah. now... Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, okay. I looked up... You said 2012, right? That's the year I wanted Yeah. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Walking Dead was number one that year. Yeah. We'll get to that later, because I... Oh, I hit that Sigma male grinds. <laughs> number two that year was Journey, which I also played. It's literally two hours. has zero story... And then it made me cry like a bitch at the end. And I don't know what the fuck. It's he a lost his cape. <laughs> no. God damn it. I don't know oh, what actually happened. I don't know. No, what happens is, like, he has a vision. And then he's sent back to the beginning. And the whole point is that your journey
0: ends and another begins. It's like life. Oh. Damn, that's kind of anticlimactic. Stupid indie games. (laughs) Why can't they be like Ubisoft and make cinematic masterpieces? Yo, speaking of which, Assassin's
1: Creed 3 won 25 Game of the Year awards that year. Damn, I didn't like Assassin's Creed 3 that much. (laughs) Far Cry 3 was number 3. Then 4 is Dishonored. 5 is Mass Effect 3. 6 is Borderlands 2. 7, Assassin's Creed 3. 8, Halo 4. What the fuck? And then 9, XCOM. And then there's a significant drop after that. But yeah, Call of Duty Black Ops 2 is like number 12. Even though that'd be my personal game of the year. But but still, it's a goaded year. It was, yeah, really goaded. What's another? Uh, yeah, the year of Red Dead. Yeah, let's look at that. See here, yeah. Red Dead was number one by not- <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> not even close. No, Walking actually, that is nothing. Oh, well, yeah, it had more than Walking Dead, but it's number two was only nine away from like tying it, which is Mass Effect 2, which makes a lot of sense. Is yeah. that I yeah. uh, hear is great. I still haven't finished the first one, I'll get to them eventually. <laughs> but then, literally, the biggest fucking drop off you've ever seen. From number 2 at 102 Game of the Year votes to number 3 with 21. (laughs) like What's the third one, then? Oh, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Oh. Which I hear is actually a masterpiece, but people just
0: don't like them, I guess. Yeah, because people always debate, is the first one better than the second one, or is the second one better than the first one? And then the third one, no, the fourth one is Heavy Rain. (laughs)
1: <laughs> with 13, so another drop-off. And the number 5 is God of War 3, with another drop-off into single digits. So it was literally just the top 2, that people are like, no this game good, no this game good, no this game good. But honestly, yeah, let's look at the Red Dead 2 here. We'll get to, you know, you can load up the Game Awards, because I'll just bring this up now. God of War had 264, which is a lot. And Red Dead 2 had 178. So, like, it was a lot, but it was a... And then Marvel's Spider-Man 3, that was number... Marvel's Spider-Man was number 3, going from Red Dead 2's 178 to Spider-Man's 23. Yeah! (laughs) Woof! (laughs) It was, again, just God of War, Red Dead 2. God of War, Red Dead 2.
0: And that's, that's exactly what the Game Awards was, kind of.
1: That's Yeah, not a joke. So I remember that night vividly, because I this was the first time I watched it. Because you said you watched it before, and you said it was cringey as
0: fuck. Yeah, it was cringey as shit. What, what year was before? 2017? Yeah, it was the, the Breath of the Wild one. Oh, yeah, 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 with, yeah, they came out on, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. So,
1: like, when it started, I didn't have a person that I wanted to win. I was sort of just like, oh, okay, Red Dead 2 is winning, I guess. But I remember it won, like, three in a row. No, wait, yeah, one, two in a row. It won score and, uh, sound design. Which is so funny. And then it won performance and narrative back to back. Look at that.
0: Red Dead. Why Red is Spider Man nominated Red for Dead. audio?
1: Because the 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 tentacle arms and the train <laughs> and the car explosions and the thwipping.
2: <laughs>
1: and All then right. and then the rhinos <laughs> and there's a bunch of explosions. <laughs> there's a bunch of explosions. You're a big game, so you get into audio, kind of, no matter what. It's like the Oscars. Belfast got fucking sound. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Why did that win over to <laughs> What? <laughs> and then Forza 4 is in here. That makes sense. They love Forza. God. <laughs>
0: oh, dude, I want to talk about Modern Warfare 2 later, Oh, feel. you do? Yeah, and beta impressions that I've seen people on. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. See, I'm just glad God of War 1, because th- that shit's like nearly a masterpiece, and then Red Dead just like exists. It's a game. <laughs> it's a very. It's a, it's a good game. It's a very yeah. solid eight out of ten for me. To be yeah. fair. Yeah. A way out. It gets direction. <laughs> 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 but oh, <laughs> become. He- oh no! Oh no! This guy, <laughs> this <That Shit>. guy, <laughs> this guy, Detroit become human, got direction, it got narrative, and it got a performance nomination.
0: Those are some big nominations. And we'll see how together. important Corey is, bar, Barlog is uh, for, oh, for the this actual year. game direction for this year.
1: Oh, because he's not there anymore. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oof. Oh, I don't think they're gonna want to give it to some random guy. <laughs> See if they give it anything this year, it's gonna be audio and score.
0: We'll give it to Hideo Kojima again, again. Todd Howard, and Todd now Howard that's next year. Oh uh, no, yeah, yeah he's not gonna win again it's next the, year. It's I'm the, sorry. It's the Elden Ring guy perfecting the formula after almost, almost yeah, like almost fifteen decade, years. Yeah, 15,
1: almost two No, started two thousand nine, so. It's 13, 14 years? Yeah, pretty close to... Eight, uh, yeah. years, yeah. Celeste, one of the very few indie games to get in. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like seeing it,
0: you know. Why is this I weird? like. I like the... <laughs> Why is I, this <laughs> I like the the studio name, to be honest, is Celeste. Extremely okay <laughs> the game of the year. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You know what? They have some sense of humor, and we can enjoy Fortnite. that. Fortnite. battle, like, that's what was popular. Yeah, that it was when it was, but it was already dying out.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I
1: I lost interest. I think people were still very interested in it. Why didn't God of War get narrative? Be- uh, because me. <laughs> Although to be fair, Arthur Morgan's character is so fecking if he wasn't the protagonist, I wouldn't
0: what, like the game. What, you don't want John Marston to be the protagonist? No, because he was already the protagonist. <laughs> he gets to be the brother character in this one. Wait,
1: why does this one have six? Why did they just randomly have six? Stan, <laughs> Although, yeah. this is a good pick. I personally would have liked these two, but I'm not complaining with Red Dead winning score. And I think people are even like, oh my god, Celeste is amazing. Or oh yeah, Octopath Traveler is amazing. Like this is a goaded category, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, you. well at least they didn't give it to a stupid anime game. Whoa wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. Joe Hisashi did Nino kuni too?
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Hisashi.
1: <laughs> oh, why didn't why didn't Yuri
0: Lowenthal win for Spider-Man? What the fuck? Because Jelly Bean. <laughs> Jelly Bean. Shot some jellybean. He's doing a game with Troy Baker and nobody knows what it is. Oh Roger Clark? Yeah. He worked for five years on this game. Good job. Maybe <laughs> it's GTA 6. That'd be funny. That'd be kind of epic. Yo, Celeste wins
1: awards. I'm
0: Earth like Morgan. <laughs> Morgan.
1: That's not how he sounds. I'm Arthur <at> Morgan. just <laughs> sounds like he's a cigarette addict. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm at the Morgan. <laughs>
0: Dead Cells beats. Dude, it's so sad. The only thing I know Dead Cells for is the IGN review where the dude literally copied word for word a YouTuber's review. Actually? <laughs> Actually. Oh my god. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. That's the only thing I remember from Dead Cells. I have it downloaded from Xbox Game
1: Pass. I should try yeah, it. Yeah. I should try it. Action Adventure Game God of War goaded Pick. Even though it's linear as as but there are more open-world e-games. God of War wins. This is actually before. the second year in a row. The just Game of the, the Year screen. winner won Action Adventure, director, narr- director, and Game of the Year.
0: Zelda won that exact same package the year before. So you think uh, they're just biased towards Action Adventure games?
1: That's what I was thinking, because the, the next year literally the only thing Sekiro won was Action Adventure and then won Game of the Year. It won literally the only those two things. And then because they loved it, The Last of Us 2 won Action Adventure, but they gave it literally everything. And then it won Game of the Year. So that was when I started making my formula, you know? I was like, okay, okay, you gotta win Action Adventure to win Game of the Year. And then Metroid Dread, which only had two nominations, one action adventure over literally everything else that year. And then here's Metroid Dread, just like hey, hello, how do you see to me? <laughs> 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 uh, oh look at look at look at, look at, look at, look at the original game, which is based off of.
0: Daz- I don't know why Guardians was nominated for Score that year. Because it had licensed music.
1: That's true. See, Score and music. There you go. There you go. The music was great. The Score, I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. Uh, Poor Insomniac. Honestly, they get cucked so much.
0: This is uh, Obsidian as Xbox's Insomniac. They'll just keep getting cucked, no matter what. <laughs> as long as Neil Cuckman is in the Game Awards, Cuck- they'll just keep cucking them. Cuck. These are my awards. Remember? Get...
1: I remember this year very well,
0: because it was
1: last year. But it was like, yo, I hope Arcane gets in. They deserve the love. And then they got a lot of love. And then we just turned against it for literally no reason. Because it's like, oh, well, it's so obvious. And it shouldn't win. And then it didn't. And we were happy it didn't.
0: Like, literally everyone was saying Deathloop would win.
1: I was saying Deathloop would win. It won Director, and then it randomly won Art Direction. (laughs) Like, why?
0: Every fucking website had Deathloop. Deathloop had the highest ratings for that year, and then It Takes Two literally... I just think the goal is to make it unpredictable.
1: You know what? I like that.
0: I like I that. Think th- I think that's just. The goal. I like that.
1: Give it to this guy. <laughs> Give
0: it to fuck.
1: <laughs> Give it to that guy. I don't fucking know. They that. didn't put him on stage for the longest time for the two awards he won before, because they're like, uh, yeah, we can't have him win. All right, like we can't have him win an award. He's gonna swear. Oh, shit. Whoops. And then he wins at the end, and then he goes up and swears a bunch of, like a
0: fucking. This is 2021, but yeah. whatever. I just wanted to look at the other years and just see uh, oh, the, see, other? uh the other years and see how predictable each one was. Uh, I, I think they're just going for, uh, oh, that's why, 2021. I think they're just going for predictability. I think they are. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Because
1: unlike something like dot Oscars, oh, you want me to check to see if they did the number ones? So, okay. It Takes Two. That was the most awarded game of 2021. Last of Us 2, kind of obviously. It has a date already? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. They have a date for the ticket sales, too, for people that want to be there. Huh. Yeah. Death Stranding was the number one for 2019, but Sekiro beat it out at the Game Awards. And then Overwatch beat Uncharted 4. The 2016 awards. And
0: then that yeah, was it. Those are the two. The two. That are like, oh yeah, we're going to be different this year. <laughs> wait, wait, are you telling me Inquisition had the most wins for 2014? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go hang myself. <laughs> oh, wait a minute.
1: Oh, it was kind of not even a fucking. There wasn't even competition. Because number two, right, Inquisition won 139. The number two was Shadow of Mordor with 52. Like, it's not even a fucking contest what was going to win. It was Inquisition.
0: You, as someone who played both fucking games, and as someone who hopefully will fucking never play Dragon Age Inquisition, I swear, on my firstborn child, Shadow of Mordor is a vastly superior game (laughs) to Dragon Age Inquisition. I'd rather not spend ten minutes hitting a dragon's thigh to knock down a small fraction of his health. (laughs) I'd just rather be running around and killing orcs. Epic. That, that's what I'd rather do. I don't want to fucking run around and pick up flowers for no fucking reason. <laughs> nice. That's what I want to do. I, 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 I don't I know. Guess what I love it when MacGuffins are introduced last second. I don't fucking get this. Ah uh, yes, I love no, hold on, hold on. the villain. So okay, okay. I here. am evil because I am evil. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see. <can't> me. <laughs>
1: All right, so hold on. What I don't get is, like, you look at this year, and it's like, wow, 139, and number two is 52, and number three had 30, and it just kept decreasing, right? There doesn't seem to be a lot of, like, like, sure, there is quite a few places that are giving away awards, but then you look at Last of Us, and it's like, yeah, Last of Us won 321, but then Ghost of Tsushima still won 70. And Hades still won 70. And I'm like, where are all these people coming from? (laughs) That combined is more than the entirety of years like Dragon Age Inquisition. Or It Takes Two. Because that only won 84 Game of the Year awards. Number two was Resident Evil with like 60. And then four is a five with like 55. And then the rest just keeps Dropping down, like where are these people coming
0: from? Maybe they just like random award shows just have a one video game category, maybe and say like, best video game <laughs> you'll find on the internet. And <laughs> but it's just Neil Drunkman just sitting there on his computer typing up Last of Us game of the year on the dark web and it's just counting every single place, <laughs> like us, this, a YouTuber with five subscribers. Oh, that's that's one. That's one of That's for one us. of them. And do they count other awards it wins? Yeah, that's what I'd assume.
1: Because,
0: because there's not
1: that many places yeah. giving away awards. There can't be that many fucking websites. Hitman311! What a <laughs> joke! <laughs> what a joke. This is rigged. Although. Remember when we said, oh, Returnal is so obvious, but then it got shut out of Game of yeah. the Year? Like, we were like, what
0: the fuck? It didn't get it! Well, at the time, it was. Oh, they have Rewind? It's Rewind! Where? <laughs> oh, Rewind, yeah. It's Rewind. See, uh, they don't have the nominees, though. You have
1: to look at the Wikipedia to find them.
0: Oh, well, oh best RPG fantasy game since KOTOR plus... I love Dorian. The best RPG to date since KOTOR in 2003. This man has not played a lot of (laughs) RPGs.
1: This man
0: has had zero sex. (laughs) I heard good things about Mass Effect. So he's never (laughs) played Mass Effect.
1: (laughs) This This is my
0: second RPG right behind Skyrim. (laughs) This is the second Second best best RPG. RPG. (laughs) I've played two RPGs in my life. Knights of the Old Republic 1, and Dragon Age Inquisition. I will say this is the best RPG since Since Knights of the Old Republic. (laughs) (laughs) See what? No way! The deranged
1: (laughs) team deal with the. Although, I love this website because it goes all the way back to 2003. That's kind of nutty. Maya!
0: after so, finishing okay. this game for three years, I finally finished it. It should now take you three years to finish an RPG.
2: <laughs> it Unless takes you take me breaks.
0: three years. Unless you take breaks. Because I take year long <laughs> breaks. I
1: literally got about an hour into Skyrim and gave up <laughs> because I can't fucking deal with... RPGs, I can't do it. I can't, That's like, It's not a bad genre. And every time a new one comes out, I'm like, oh, that looks good. And then I try and play it. I'm like, I just wasted my money. Because this is just not a genre I like. Open world. There was a better
0: image here. The mix. The Stay on That's awful. Does it look good? Well, yeah. I mean, the lighting helps a lot. But what I wanted to point out was isn't the oh, new the... one. That's a pretty decent image, I guess. This man says the to start the scenery and attention to detail was beautiful. Um, let's point. Oh, fuck, I'm trying to find it. It's everything is so clustered. Like, okay, that image that I first had was really good. But everything's so clustered, you can't fucking move around. So the, the game itself isn't an open world. It's just linear. Because you can't, can't go anywhere. <laughs> I want to climb over this mountain. I don't want to take the path that goes all the way around and I have to fight three dragons that take three hours to kill. I would like to go over the mountain. No, you cannot. Because you cannot jump over this small rock. <laughs> open world. Oh no, it's still happening. God damn it. It's not as bad as
1: that's true.
0: Played four hours in my impre- impression it's a geeky version of The Witcher 3 and it takes itself seriously. What the fuck? <laughs> serious. <laughs> serious. <laughs> serious. <laughs> I did not know it was serious. <laughs> I, didn't I thought it was funny. <laughs> F- funny. Okay.
1: I like how Game of the Year it comes up Dragon Age. There's no other answer. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other answer. This is, this is the you know, game. I just gotta read more Google
0: reviews. <laughs> well, I wanna keep going. The soundtrack is the bomb and listen to it on a daily. Oh, this is how you know it's fake. Laughing emoji. <laughs> I've played all. The, uh, no, 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 truly brilliant. Truly brilliant. In depth. Do you honestly just th- th- oh, this God. program and get and bad talent or just uh, ruined it? I'm not reading that. A good game, but my least favorite of the trilogy. Based? <laughs> if you like Witcher, I think you will enjoy this one too. Have you played The Witcher? <laughs> Have you played The under- Underrated? Indie gem, The Witcherino Three, <laughs> which. Alright, we gotta two, stop. We gotta keep going. Starring Gerald Geraldo of Riviera. <laughs> Geraldo, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, uh, give it to me, Daddy. Uh, okay. <laughs> Geraldo of Riviera. River <laughs> the, the Witcher, The, the witcher- Witcherino uh. Three, Wild Hunt. I'm just gonna leave it that there for now. The Witcherino three. Okay, we got to keep going.
1: We've we've wasted too much time. Anyway, Red Dead one and two, because we were there before. Remember, we were there before. I give them each an eight of what I played. The Witcher,
0: The Witcherino three. No, I give it us. If you like The Witcherino three, you will like Super Mario 64. <laughs> the original. If you like The Witcherino But 3, on the DS <laughs> If you like The Witcherino 3, you will like Celeste. <laughs> if you like The Witcherino 3, you will like Overwatch 2. I
1: love Ori, but I hate most other 2D platformers. What should I do? The Witcherino 3 is my recommendation. Anyway, we got to keep going. Oh, oh god damn it. <laughs> it's it's not touching. Huh? No, it's not touching. It's just <laughs> fucking. I think we're just screwed either yeah, way. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think we we're might just... have to keep fucking <laughs> my... <laughs> Maybe that's good.
0: Is that good? Holy shit, it's
1: working. <laughs> it's working. Work. <laughs> All right, next up, <clears throat> I want to talk about my Sigma Male grind set moment. Okay, so starting last Sunday. I hadn't finished The Walking Dead Season 1, the Telltale game, and by yesterday, at like 11 o'clock, I had just finished Season 3. So I played like 20 plus hours of this series in a week. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but I also have work, and I spend like 10 hours a week doing like therapy group stuff, so it's a lot for me. (laughs) Alright, so yeah. I'm gonna say I give them all a 7. Damn, like <laughs> tilt names. games. I give them all a 7. For me, the characters are the best in the first one. I still remember most of the names. I barely remember anyone from the other two. Even the second game, I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> who are you?
0: Except for Kenny and Clementine. Ken. Kenny. <laughs> I'm just interested in the choices you made. So okay, let's start with the first one. The first one, yeah, go in order. So like the big ones, like who you decided to kill, who you decided to go off with. Oh, like I have to stuff. look this up. No, you don't. Just the big ones you remember, and if you don't, I'll just ask you. Um, like the first one, like right away, I'd say the biggest one is the, the redditor or the hot lady.
1: I saved the the reporter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then I. Was shocked that she got executed by Lily. <laughs> well, you see, that's the that's their but way was... of that's their way of uh, uh, making sure your choices don't matter. That's how Telltale works. How so? They they make you make a choice, and then somehow, some plot for plot reasons, they make your choice not matter just by Later. removing it. Or it's apparently some way. Doug also dies in that scene, but yeah. like he yeah. tries to protect
1: uh, someone instead of just like mouthing off and getting shot. Yeah. So they changed it a tiny bit. But see, yeah. I think why people thought it was so revolutionary at the time is cuz it was one of the first right? Like of course there were choice-based games, like RPGs have been around forever, but like more non-gameplay focused linear yeah, story it was, games. It was, was it like revolutionary in that specific department. It was a point and click game with
0: choices yeah
1: I'd and say. people really look because like bard's tale in like the fucking 90s had that kind of i have bard's tale trilogy
0: i should play that.
1: Yeah, yeah i should i should play that
0: anyway Ooh. oh my god this is actually fucking nuts i don't listen it can't be this Oh, well now it's touching. Is it the grommet mug? Is it absorbing the sound? The <laughs> grommet. <laughs> uh,
1: we're trying anything for this to work. But yeah. Season 1 I think has the best characters. It also has the most emotional moments. I cried when Lee died. But like, I knew the twist. Yeah. But I still cried. Because his performance in the writing is so good. But I hate that they cut to black after the gunshot. Like, like that's really cliche. A uh, Walking Dead moment. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I also hate that they had Glenn in the first episode for literally zero
0: goddamn reason. Hey, that's not Steven Yeun, but It's yeah, not yeah. Steven Yeun. <laughs> but yeah, he he's literally there just, hey, it's connected, guys, but here's the secret. The comic guy hates the Telltale series. He does. Because it... Yeah. D- why? Yeah, that's why he doesn't want Clementine in the, in the, like, in the main comics or in the in the in the show because he doesn't like the games apparently. Well, Clementine's well written, <laughs> even though they most likely made the show popular anyways. But you know whatever. It came out at the right time.
1: Yeah, that's all I gotta
0: say. Because this was when Walking Dead just came out,
1: so like oh shit they made a game, oh fuck, and then the story was pretty good and they're like. Oh fuck! And then they just hyped it up to an unnecessary degree. It, it right place at the right time because Telltale had been around for a while, and they had like zero successes. Sure, they had like Salmon Max, like those weren't popular. Really, no. It was because of that,
0: that they're like, oh, yeah, baby, time to grind. Until The Walking Dead lost its director because he wanted to be the showrunner, but AMC said no, so then they fired him, and then everyone decided to leave the show because they thought the show wouldn't be the same without him, and, well, look where the show is at now.
1: Crazy. (laughs) Eleven seasons (laughs) in. I can't imagine sitting through eleven seasons of a show. It died at season three. I think a lot of people would agree with that. Because zombies stopped being popular in, like, 2015. So that's, like, yeah. season four. I would say
0: people started to feel the burnout more, like, 2013, 2014-ish. Well, after Last of Us. like Okay, it's done. There's, yeah. You can't peak at anymore.
1: You can't peak more than Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. But, like, okay, Walking Dead it. 1. I made Lee an absolute asshole. <laughs> But I made him a saint to Clementine. Yeah. <laughs> and. That's true. I. Like. I stopped her from eating the human meat in episode 2. But I let everyone
0: else eat <laughs> 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 I was only an asshole to Kenny. Because I just thought it was funny pissing him off.
1: I, I liked was nice to Kenny. everyone else. <laughs> I. D- no. There were so many characters. Like. The racist old guy, <laughs> yeah. when you when I was given the option to murder him in episode two, I didn't fucking hesitate. I don't think anyone hesitated, to be honest. <laughs> just be like, it's oh, time to kill him. But then, like, Lily got so pissed. And I'm just like, oh, well, too bad. But, like, I kept murdering, like, the two brothers, speaking of which, you are able to not kill either of the brothers at the farm that you yeah. go to in episode two. I killed both. I don't remember what I did. Because the first one was pitchfork to the body. And I'm like, you could theoretically say that's self-defense, right? But the second brother, you are given a choice to walk away. He is unarmed. Everyone's telling you not to. And I shoved him into an electric fence (laughs) and fucking fried him. I don't think I killed him. (laughs)
0: I was a heartless bastard. <laughs> well, that's what your wife cheated on you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I like
1: how they kept it vague enough. Because, like, you know what happened. You were a teacher, and your wife slept with a senator. So you m- murdered the senator. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and you're about to go to a prison, but you probably go to a federal prison because it was yeah. a senator, but you were in a random-ass police car with one old guy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and he's like, you're not a bad guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at the end, I always helped Kenny because he wanted to murder people, so I always helped yeah. him murder people. So like at the end, when I got bitten, I showed off my bite. Instead of hiding it, it's so cliche to just hide it. I know, so <laughs> Stop I'm just. Lost guys. No, because <laughs> for me, it's just like, I'm bitten, but I have to save Clementine if it's the last thing I do. They're like, alright, that's cool. You're probably going to die, but we're going to help you get her. You know, like, I like that dynamic where it's like, it's more of a ticking time bomb where you're just like, well, you got to fucking save her. You know, you can't not save Clementine. And the dialogue option at the end. In the No, in the second game, when you're with Clementine and you're talking with Kenny for the first time, you're on the couch next to the fire, and I brought up, it's like, what happened to Lee? It's like, he saved me. And because I had a good relationship with him, Kenny was like, oh, I fucking knew he would. God, what a great guy. And I'm like, I don't think you would have had that if I wasn't a good guy.
0: Like, that dialogue option, like, at all. I, yeah, I didn't go with Kenny. I told her to go with the... Oh, at the end? Yeah, I told her to go with the the dude and the pregnant lady.
1: Yeah, I I did that too. Because I could see Kenny was getting deranged. Yeah. So I'm just like, (laughs) yeah. Keep her with with the deranged guy. (laughs) Well, you're not able to anyways. Which is annoying. Because he sacrifices himself. And you never saw a body. So I'm like... Could have oh, clued yeah. you in. Yeah. Could have clued you in that he was alive. But
0: I... And then, what about the ending of season two? I went alone. Yeah, I went alone. I, Dude, it was so emotional to kill Kenny for me. Fuck, man. I
1: wasn't, because I had pushed Kenny to his <laughs> lips. Like, his new <laughs> wife. I saw that she got bitten, so I immediately hacked off her arm. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then, and then, Kenny found her. She's like, what the fuck do you do? And then she saw that she was also bitten again. So I, the, like, you were, I immediately asked her. I didn't say a single thing when Kenny asked me what I did. I just went, and fucking murdered his wife right in front Double of him. Double kill. <laughs> and then you just hear Kenny screaming like how dare you you had no fucking mind. but then I just kept walking away because I just didn't give a shit like I was such a villainous as Clementine I watched the head of the uh, the prison die in the third episode of season two you you're able to leave or stay, but I stayed. It's like Kenny's like, it's gonna get bloody and Clementine's like, I know <laughs> She just watches as a fucking man gets beaten to death at the crowbar. Like it's so fucking violent. But I find it so funny. I made an eleven year old did. My excuse was Even though I was only nice to Clementine as Lee, she grew up with the habits of Lee (laughs) in the villainy side rather than the kindness side. And I think that actually translated pretty well to season three. Because right at the beginning, Clementine's like, I'm going to fucking kill you if you
0: move. But I think that might have happened either way, even if you were good. It does. It does, yeah. Tell, tell. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with her being a badass. That's totally so fine. But... Yeah, man, the fact that she's a single mom... I, mean, I she's fucking, a fucking... So child, here's the but... thing. In episode three, when
1: you find out that David, the main character's brother in season three, actively separated you from the baby, pissed me off so much that any time anyone from that group was, like, there... I constantly was an asshole to them, as any of my characters. So, like, Clementine in the flashbacks, constantly an asshole. When I was the main character to my brother, constantly an asshole. Like, i tell, like, in the final episode of season three, my brother is standing on the edge of a building. He's like, come up with me. And then I just tell him to jump. You know? <laughs> shit <laughs> like just a fucking dick <laughs> like and then every time i was given the option to fight him i would because <laughs> i was just like i'm gonna fucking beat up my brother because he's an asshole but then his wife kate would constantly hit on me and i would always say no and then when she outright told me i'm like no what the Fuck no <laughs> You're just like I just denied that
0: and then beat up her husband <laughs> yeah I'm interested in um in in what your ending for season three was since you were rejecting Kate but also an asshole to your brother So
1: Okay Because I was an asshole to my brother, he left angrily, and Gabe, his son, left with him. And then, because I rejected Kate, I was given a choice to stay with her and Clementine and help people, or save Gabe from my brother. So I just went after Gabe. Yeah. And then I found out that my brother was already bitten, so I couldn't do anything about it. So, like, it wasn't as sweet as I would have liked it to be. It was kind of underwhelming that I couldn't murder him. Because every other character in the game I was allowed to just. Which is fucking. Like, Joan, who backstabs the brother in the fourth episode, who has my brother in the, in the game I'm about to literally hang. I'm given an option to shoot, or, like, three other options. And the first thing I do is just fuck you. And just shoot her. And then just hell breaks loose. Like, I constantly go for chaos in these games. So then I wasn't able to. And that sucked. <laughs> but I saved Gabe. And then I came back. And then Kate was missing. And you never find her.
0: Yeah. So both die. Because the only... Because no matter what, even if you fight your brother and you go with her, that means Gabe dies.
1: Oh, really? Really?
0: Yeah. Okay, I saved Gabe. For I know. Yeah, because yeah. there's there's only one way to save both of them, and that's not fight your brother. And it's like he's hating you, and you're like, "I love you." That's what you're saying. It's that's really... fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that that's what I did, because I already knew the ending, so I'm like, might as well just get the good ending, I guess. But then nothing leads nothing from season three leads to season four because, well, obviously everyone hated season three. Because it wasn't exclusively about Clementine. Yeah, probably. For me, I'd rank
1: it 1-3-2. Because Season 1, I think, has the most memorable characters. has the most emotional moments. And even though it doesn't look as good, and there's barely any gameplay, there's actually a little bit more to do in the other ones. Like in the third game, as simple as it is, you're allowed to multi-shoot people. Right? like like again really simple shit but it's a point and click game that it gives you a little bit more to do than the other ones you know yeah i'd say the first game is the closest to an 8 but i still have it at a 7 i i would
0: i would rank it more like you've also played the fourth one the first one the fourth one fuck maybe the third or second cuz I, I i do like the second one I do too. I don't that, hate any I of them. Yeah, I don't hate any of them. But I do think the fourth one is... The first one is high up there because of the narrative. I think everyone's kind of just like, yeah, that's the best one. <laughs> but the fourth one also just has way better gameplay because that's when they perfected... Well, that's when they they already had their formula kind of worked out, but then they started to work on gameplay a bit more. And it's more of action adventure I guess, kind of. But still, kind of more like prototype phase. Point and click. <laughs>
1: yeah. I wish the fourth one was on Game Pass. No, I have to actually buy it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or just wait, or never play it. I only, I only ever saw footage of the fourth game through Call Me Kevin. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I don't know who, what, any of the other choices are. When they only dropped the first
0: three episodes before they got shut down, yeah.
1: No, I thought they only did the first one, and then they got shut down. Maybe it was just the first one. I thought they just did like the first Because I remember the first one came out, and then they're like, yep, we're about to get fucking canned. And then Skybound came in and
0: was like, okay, we're well, going gonna, to gonna help you about it. Yeah, it was either the second or the third. Because I, I remember because, yeah, because there was not enough episodes for them to just make a fifth one? Or maybe this we, is yeah. the only
1: one that's four instead yeah. of five. Except for Michonne, that's three. It, I
0: think it was the first two episodes.
1: They only did one. They released one at a time. I swear it's only the first episode that came out. Either way, all I know is that in Call Me Kevin's ending, she doesn't have an arm, but she's still alive. I don't want any spoilers from you. As a thought from me, I'm curious if she can die. Like, I kind of hope she can. She can. Interesting. Mm. Well, see, I kind of like that. I like when there's stakes, you know. Like, I think so, yeah. the second season, you know Clementine's not going to
0: fucking die. Because I remember when I played that final season, I was kind of sweating to make sure she didn't fucking die. Because I think she can. And I think it's kind of easy to accidentally... Fuck up. Fuck up. See, one of the shitty things about Telltale
1: games is, unlike something like Until Dawn or Detroit Become Human, if you fuck up a quick time event, it kills you and you restart. But in those games, it's like, oh, you fucked up. Now you're dead. And you're like, oh, fuck. No, I don't want that to happen to them. Like, quick time events actually matter in those games.
0: I think in Heavy Rain, there are a couple that actually does reset you. But well, probably early like, on. Yeah, but like...
1: Yeah, at the end, if you fuck up a quick-time event, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're done. Like, that's it. Yeah.
0: Well, Telltale was a smaller studio, too. I guess. It was. What's <laughs> it was a smaller studio. They got big, because they had to do Batman. <laughs> I, I actually liked Batman. Did you play it? I played both of them, yeah. You did? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I am still so
1: pissed. I bought the season pass yep. for Batman, but I forgot to download the first episode first. So I spent 20 bucks and then lost it, which is fucking annoying because it should have seen that my transaction history had that, but it didn't. So I lost 20 bucks.
0: So I... That fucking sucked. And um, my Telltale Season Pass experience was with Minecraft Story Mode, the first Telltale game I played. (laughs) Minecraft. (laughs) Awful, just absolute shit. (laughs) Minecraft. um, I saw that there were like two more, two or three more episodes. I'm like, what? I thought the story ended. I actually had a conclusion and everything. But then, you know, I had the Season Pass because I was able to play all the episodes. So then, when I went to go play it, it's like, oh, you have to buy these. I'm like, I have That's the what fucking the season, season pass. <laughs> like, what? Telltale mode. Now you're making me pay for a second season pass? Wait, actually, did you? No, I didn't. Okay, gotcha. I, <laughs> go, 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 go. I, I'm just like, you know what? The game's shit anyways. <laughs> I just won't did play the play last the two episodes. season? No, I didn't <laughs> play the second season. Dude, literally, Minecraft Story Mode is so fucking bad. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> What <laughs> bright mega mind idea didn't were they having over at Telltale? So like when it was announced, I I thought it was like gonna be like, I don't know, like a single player Minecraft game. But like I didn't think it would be like fucking Minecraft story mode. You gotta save the pig guys. <laughs> oh shit! Giant <laughs> weather storm sucking t- people up the to The, the sky. funniest
1: part. Is when the pig dies, it becomes the ham. <laughs> and they just put it...
0: They just put the ham in a frame, too, at the end. As a memorial. He sacrificed himself to save us. Like, I can't tell if it's a joke or if they're just trying to be serious. Like, I get the nope. ham is supposed to be. But, like, half the game, like, is this an actual joke? <laughs> is this a joke? Why did Patton Oswald do these? Poor
1: bastard. He must have needed the paycheck. (laughs) I I know
0: the I know the second season has a bunch of Minecraft YouTubers. I thought the first one did. No, that was the second season. Yeah, that had a bunch of Minecraft YouTubers in a mansion, and it was a murder mystery. Oh, that's what the season pass was about. No, in the it was the the second season. I think it was the second. It was a filler episode. It sounds awful. It was. I Dan TDM did that. I
1: remember. It, <laughs> it looks awful. <laughs> Dude, I want to play those Batman games so goddamn bad. But
0: yeah, after I got cucked of twenty bucks, I'm not gonna even I, try. I thought the the, the choices were. They seem to matter a lot more than the Walking Dead ones, in my opinion.
1: Eh. It's telltale. How much can they
0: really matter?
1: Yeah, but it was. Yeah,
0: I I guess yeah.
1: See, if
0: it was, like, Quantic Dream that did it, then I'd be like, oh, fuck,
1: oh, fuck, oh, fuck. But, like, I wanna, I'd want to perfect everything.
0: But, yeah, yet again, like, y- are you aware of how the Batman sees enemy within ends? Yeah. Where you have the choice? Like, you have Joker as the superhero, or Joker's the villain. Yeah, I made him the villain because I just wanted to make him the villain. But I think making him a hero is interesting. But anyways, you how... Ha- There's also another choice at the end that's pretty important. Can't you... I think they both end up the same way, right? No. Completely different. Really? Yeah. What happens? Alfred threatens to leave you. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, Yeah. and you can either hang up the cape or not, but it, like, doesn't really make sense for Batman to hang up the cape. Not really. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Bye, Alfred. (laughs) Bye, Alfred. That's what I was like, like... So this choice came out of nowhere, but <laughs> Bye. I'm sorry. I'm gonna keep being an ass. I, I'm just waiting for the Wolf Among Us two. Among. Us. I liked the first season. The first one was so good.
1: Yeah. That's honestly my favorite Telltale thing I've played.
0: And it actually matters because you can kill the guy at the end or not. Yeah. Or you can have every, or you can decide to to be a di- diplomat and make everyone vote. And then choose his death, but you can also make it. I think you can get. He can get get away too, because if you were assholes to everyone, that they, they won't believe you. I don't. I don't remember every choice
1: I made. All I know is that I went beast mode and fucking ripped his body <laughs> in half at the end. That's all I remember, and I'm I'm gonna stick with that decision because it was badass. Finally, going wolf mode. And It's like. just like having
0: a wrecked in half and shit. Dude, that was epic. (laughs) epic. The only thing I wasn't a big fan of was how it was built up to be a mysterious villain, but it's the trope of where it's the Scooby-Doo trope where it's a guy you've never seen. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm surprised. And then you're like... Is it? Wait, who was it? It was Humpty Dumpty, but you never saw him throughout the entire game. Wait, the villain was Humpty Dumpty? Yeah. I don't remember that. I thought it was someone else. No, it was Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, but you didn't see him throughout the game. And it's like, oh, it's Humpty Dumpty. Who the fuck are
1: you? Well, then there was a secret twist villain where the women's, the ladies with the, like the strip around their neck, they did it. Because the twist was, you find out that they were involved with everything. It was because of them. But they leave it as a cliffhanger. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they're... Who's leaving? Is it it's Bella or, or someone. someone? But And then it ends on a cliffhanger. And yeah. now it's actually been, like, eight years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember now. Because I remember in 2017, they, like, Telltale had, like, a little press thing where it's, like, we're working on the Batman We're working on The Walking Dead, and we're working on Wolf Among Us too. And I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. But then they canceled because Walking Dead died. Not Walking Dead. Telltale died. Yeah. And then Skybound helped finish Walking Dead. So everyone's like, oh, fuck, what are we going to do? Then 2019, it was the Game Awards, late in the Game Awards. I left to use The Restroom. I came back to the Discord call, and you're like, Bro, you fucking missed it! Wolf Among Us 2 got announced! I'm like, oh, shit! But it was yeah. just, like, a little, like, visual announcement. And then it went nowhere. And then sometime in 2021, 20, I think, there was, like, images that came out for it. Like, official images. I well, can't forget
0: they showed off the Expanse next. Because that's what you wanted, guys. <sighs> yeah, you're right. They do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably going to check it out, maybe. New Telltale? I'm curious.
1: Yeah. But New Tales from the Borderlands is a sequel to the Telltale game, but it's not Telltale. Yeah. It's a different people. And then there was a Star Trek one that I thought was also Telltale, but it's not. It's a different person. So the next Telltale one is The Expanse. Is it?
0: I just want Among Us too, <laughs> Among Us. But they were going to do Stranger Things. Yeah. And that sounded awful. I do remember that. They were trying to cash in on the Stranger Things hype before it was even hyped up that much. Like, I don't think it's as big as it was back then. Now. Oh, I, it was, was really abandoned. fucking popular back then. It's still popular. It's always popular.
1: That's it. It dies out, and then the next season yeah. comes out, and they're like, oh, oh my god! And I don't remember then... it being popular with
0: season three. Season three was hugely popular. I just re- I just remember when season two was announced. Everyone was like, oh my god, I love that show. Oh, I'm like, I'm... oh, I never heard of it. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> but alright. Anyway, I give all three of them a seven. What do you have them? Do you even remember? I don't think it matters. <laughs> I mean, I, d- I do, but it's like,
0: nah. Amogus 2. Amogus. I, I enjoyed that. They're definitely enjoyable. It's just...
1: They're if just, they had the same pristine. emotion
0: and character development as the
1: first one, I think they would have all been pretty great. But they just never give it enough time. Because the third one is just action and insane chases and shit. And it's really fun. And you get to kill a lot of people. Which is fun for me. <laughs> but... That's not enough time for, like, the romance with your fucking sister-in-law. Well, whatever.
0: Yeah, that's fucked, dude. You just always reject her. I know, that's why I'm like,
1: you know. But then, for some reason, we had a relationship. Yeah. They force you to have one. But I'm like, I said no every single time. And, like, at the end, she fucking... Kate rats me out on the relationship. And then Dave and my brother's like, "What'd you do?" And I'm like, "I didn't fucking do anything. What are you talking about?" <laughs> but no, doesn't matter. Seven out of ten. Mogus. Um, um, Mogus two. The wolf among. <laughs> <laughs> hey, should we do Chilmart Gaming? Chilmart Gaming.
0: A <laughs> Mogus um, two. <laughs> Among Us VR, we, we buy a headset oh, just to play. <laughs> among Us VR. <we> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am the imposter. I am the Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my
0: God. It's Among us time. Stop. It's no impostering time. Baby.
1: So, I don't know why I have this on here. I just have Mortal Kombat. Am I losing <laughs> Am I losing it? I don't remember. Oh, um, wait. Last time I was like, "Yo, we should talk about it," but like we had zero yeah, fucking it was like chance five to. Five yeah. hours at that point. Yeah. Okay. Do you wanna? I have literally not much to say about it. I've only played the new ones. <laughs> I've only played the new ones. Dude, that's no. not true. I played Deception, and I there's a a move Melina has where she does like a high kick and then like brings it down like a chop. And. Armageddon, it's way worse because you can go <laughs> and then just like That's knock fast, someone yeah. off. Yeah, oh. so literally, my favorite I was out of friends, and he's like, Oh, Molina has the same move. So I just went, I just kept spamming it and moving my controller over. So I just kept going, and then like, they he just fall over? I just kept doing it to fuck with him. It's like, I am a good gamer. <laughs> I didn't learn any of the combos. He learns all of the combos and stuff for, like, two of the characters. And I just kept spamming the one move and winning. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's what
0: happens when you play Mortal Kombat online, too. It's just the one move. There's the one person that plays as the one character that'll just spam. spam. And thinks it's fun. I mean, it's funny to see their reaction, but when you don't see the reaction, it's like... It's funny when you're doing it. It's not funny when you're on the receiving end. No, no. no. Like, I know Eleven used to have the Shiva stomp. Oh, yeah. Jump up and smash. Do they not have that anymore? I think they nerfed it, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I'm so bad at Mortal Kombat. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so fucking bad at it. You should play Nine, because Nine, all the characters are unbalanced. Like, you'll have one that's just insanely god tier. And then the rest are just, like, <laughs> dog shit. Like, unusable pieces of piles of shit. Like this story fucking sucks in the first one. I'm
1: on my second chapter, and I'm getting tag-teamed to death constantly. Yep.
0: And they're fucking spamming, and I can't... That's why I just turned down the difficulty to the easiest. I- <laughs> <laughs> and I breezed through it, and then I got to Katana store, and I'm like... Damn, the story's really not going anywhere, and I'm halfway through the game. (laughs) Yeah, 16 (laughs) chapters! (laughs) Halfway through the game, and the story's not really picking up. I think it's time to stop. (laughs) I kind of hate that NetherRealm got,
1: like, a structure problem, where it's, like, 10 chapters. 10 chapters. It's always 10 chapters. But I like. Their first game is, like, 16. It's this epic story. <laughs> it's a retelling of the first three games, and it has all of the, not all, but like a majority of the characters. It's got nearly all of the boss fights. And it's got, like, if you play in, like, online, or, like, when you're doing training, it actually has, like, stuff from the original game where, like, Reptile can randomly show up. Oh, yeah. Like, I got an achievement that only 2% of players had. And it's like, Reptile, like, arrives in, like, my training mode. But it was, like, random as fuck. But, like, that's how the original games were. It's like, people just fucking randomly show up and beat you to death. <laughs> and you can't win. But you don't know how to play the game because it's on a fucking arcade set. So you're just like, ah, dude, it's And, like, different people were like, Oh yeah, there's a there's a red lady ninja, but there wasn't. But then the development team was like, you know what? We're gonna make that a real thing, and then added that to the new games.
0: Yeah, That's pretty fucking cool, I think. Our new Cybot. Oh yeah. Out as an Easter egg character, too. As just an Easter egg. to Yeah, Reptile developer. was one. Yeah. And, uh, like Blaze was like a see. random
1: fire guy in the background became the ultimate mega yeah. fire god at in the end the of back, the series. In the yeah, yeah. Like they they have that fan services stuff and that's pretty fun. The only story mode I finish of the new trilogy is the latest one. I hear the tenth one is good. Not I've heard. Story,
0: yeah, but
1: it's just I fucking suck at <laughs> Mortal Kombat.
0: Scorpion gets his revenge against.
1: And he actually starts to team up with Sub-Zero. They finally meld their... They they finally bond. Yeah. They finally have an alliance. Good job. But...
0: But yeah. Well... I I think it's good that... I, I hear they're rebooting it in the 12th one. I think that's good. They start fresh. I think that's what the franchise needs to be. Well, the ninth right one now. was a reboot, but also a sequel, because it kept the original canon. They just
1: had a wacky time yeah. travel thing involved. And I kind of like that they did that. It's like a soft reboot. But the yeah. twelfth one I hear is just a prequel, because it's set way back in the day. But it's going to have Fire God Liu Kang, where he also has the
0: Lightning Bolt. So it is another sequel. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, another reboot cool again. Yeah. And he'd be teaching his grandfather? He'd be teaching Kun Lao, the guy with the... Yeah, who would be his grandfather. Yeah, right? his grandfather. The yeah. great kun Lao, as they call him. Yeah, who won the other tournament. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is... Yeah, going back to the roots of just doing the tourney. Again. for like the fourth time. <laughs> well, the ninth I hope one they... wasn't about... I mean, I... When was the last time they actually had a tournament? The ninth one. Because it's the
1: first half of the game. This Luke Kang has to win the tournament. Was the first act. No, because it's the first half. But then they they oh, fuck she- it up and Shao Kahn cheats, so they had to do it a second time.
0: Oh yeah, wait, yeah, I. I they had I they had to do the tournament got, twice. I didn't realize I got that far into the game. Damn! And, so the story really did go nowhere. Yeah, they had to do the <laughs> tournament twice. The
1: last time they did a tournament before that was the f- second one. Because then it just went all over the goddamn place. There wasn't just a story mode. Every yeah. character was doing their own thing. Which I kind of like. Like, I do like the story modes where all the characters get in an
0: ensemble and do shit.
1: But I also kind of just like that there's like 300 characters and they're all just doing
0: their own fucking random thing. That's, that, that's what they have, that arcade mode where they have their own individual endings. And then some of them are canon, and some of them aren't. In fact, a lot of them aren't. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's funny how um, Cassie Cage beat Shinnok. A mm-hmm. oh, god. <laughs> god. <laughs> well, Johnny Cage
1: did it when he was older. Or younger, I guess. I liked the time oh, yeah. jump. I liked that they became daddies and mommies.
0: Well, that was the whole point of... The reboot, well, well, with the tenth one, was how they wanted, how they wanted to introduce a new generation of. But then MK people got fighters. mad about it, despite it being the highest reviewed and yeah. the most selling of the entire series. I think the whole point was the fact that only the new generation could beat the the god, Shinnok. That's um, why Cassie was able to, but but then they were like, nah. we nah. need
1: the old characters." So then the. Eleventh game tried to be both, and then they introduced a new god who's above godhood somehow. She gave birth to gods. Like, Ooh, okay, Ooh, and then, well, you, then there's
0: someone above. And her then
1: too. Liu Kang merged powers with a god and then fought a titan and went to the fucking birth of time, and then <laughs> <laughs> somehow uh, won a fight. I guess the Chronica fight took me like an. Like thirty minutes, it didn't take me like two hours. Like the Injustice one fight with my Superman versus the other Superman, that fucking took forever. (laughs) But yeah, Chronica, it took me like half an hour. I got so pissed at some points because I got so close.
0: Yeah, I thought yeah, I thought it was weird because the first time I got my, the first couple times I got my, the shit completely slapped out of me, <laughs> but then I just did one, and it's like the AI just gave up and just decided to let me win. <laughs> <You're> like, okay. <laughs> Alright, <laughs>
1: that's cool. Okay, so we're gonna do the Oscars we were gonna do last time. I think Mad you'll like Max. this one. Mad Max. This is the year of Mad Max. Are you excited? Yeah. Very excited. So, yeah. I think this... Oh, you. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well, I want to tell um, you stuff. Okay. Do the ones that you don't that know. Mad Max isn't nominated in. But it's nominated in like 10 categories. Fuck. Yeah, you goober. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I'll just give some con. Oh my gosh. Why is it like this? Yeah. Yeah, it's being kind of weird, the audio. Okay. So here's some context The Mad Max Fury Road. This is the reason why I did this. He likes the movie a lot. He'll get back in a second. I like the movie a lot. It's pretty good. I don't love it like a lot of other people do. I think it's like an 8 out of 10 movie. And it didn't have a shot at winning like at all. It was a race between three other movies. Uh, one called Spotlight, which is about journalism. The Revenant, which is about Hugh Glass. And it was like... Oh, I'm just giving context about the three movies that actually had shots at winning. Because Mad Max had zero shot at winning. <laughs> so it was between Spotlight, which is a movie about journalism, uh, The Revenant, which is about Hugh Glass, and was the follow-up... not the. It was the next movie from Alejandro González Iñárritu, who just won three Oscars for Birdman. And this was literally one year later. So we'll get to that. And then the Big yeah. Short, which wasn't it was guaranteed. <laughs> was actually guaranteed to win screenplay. And then won the Producers Guild, which was the same award that uh Coda won before that won the Oscar. So it's like really important if you win it. Yeah, Birdman, the year prior to this award ceremony, only won the Producers Guild and then won the Oscar. So like the Producers Guild is a very, very good award. To win, if you want to win the Oscar, so The Big Short winning that, people were like, "Oh fuck, it could win screenplay and then Best Picture, right?" Because this wasn't like the '90s where every Best Picture winner needed like seven or eight other Oscars attached to it, where they were having eight or nine Oscar sweeps, right? This is a time where like you could win two, including Best Picture. Like you don't need a lot anymore. So, let's uh, let's start off with Spotlight, which did win, that only won at Critics' Choice, but was nominated everywhere. And that also was the same package of just screenplay and picture, and only won two. So, like, you don't need a lot of Oscar wins
0: anymore to win Best Picture, but Mad Max won six. <laughs> <laughs> then why not give it Best Picture?
1: Because weird. <laughs> Although, they like, there are... You think, oh, the Oscars will never touch something like that with a nine-foot pole. But, like, there are some movies where they're kind of just like, it doesn't matter the genre. They're going to love it anyways. Like, Get Out was like a horror thriller movie with a black lead. And it was like an homage to a bunch of movies in the past. And they're like, ah, yes, you, (laughs) you get awards like Promising Young Woman. It's like a thriller. And it's like a really weird movie. And it's got like a t- touchy subject matter. And that wins awards. Right? That's what I'm thinking everything everywhere is going to... It's a giant sci-fi trip fest. But I think that's going to win some shit. Anyway! Anyway. Revenant, Surprise won Golden Globe, and BAFTA nominated everywhere. That was probably supposed to win... Because as we'll see later, it was guaranteed three Oscars. We'll get to that in a second. And then the big short. Adam McKay, his first turn into dramatic. It quotes, quotes. Like, it is
0: very comedic. But it is somewhat
1: serious. But it's mostly comedy,
0: still. As someone who's seen almost every Ryan Gosling movie, this is definitely one of the weakest ones. Are you only... Ranking him on his performance, or just as no, if I were themselves. ranking him by his performance, I would not have Drive twenty eleven as high as it is. <laughs> so performance, yeah. I think I like it more than you do. The Big Short, I mean.
1: I like it more than you.
0: <laughs> yeah, we watched it for the business class, right? which is I know so fun going on the whole which time. Is, but. I really liked it. I loved the
1: editing, which I know a lot of people hate it because there is like fucking freeze frames there's like reverse cuts it's like edited to music at some points other times there's like 50 cuts in like a second right like it's weird but i kind of like it because it fits the style of just like the excess of it all like they're playing with billions of dollars and it's about a bunch of fucking egotistical assholes trying to make money like it just made sense with the pacing of the movie to do that.
0: Well, there was also the other one we watched where it was like, it's happening! And it's like, what's happening? Oh what's yeah, happening? Margin
1: Call! <laughs> what's happening?
0: What's happening? It's, it's happening.
1: happening. Literally, they kept explaining the same shit like five times over. Margin Call fucking sucks. <laughs> Good God. It's happening. It's margin happening. Call. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Just split. laughs> anyway, The Martian came out this year. Did I watch that too? Yeah, that's a banger movie. I saw this in theaters, but because I was like, uh, like ten, I like couldn't sit still. So I just fucking ran around the theater like a fucking asshole. But there was literally no one else in the theater, so my mom was just like, "Sit the fuck back down," and I'm just like, "No, I refuse." I'm not gonna. (laughs) Anyway. That one Golden Globe comedy. You remember the funny hysterical moments in
0: the fucking (laughs) Martian? Yeah. I I remember when he was stuck on the planet and he couldn't see his loved ones.
1: And there was a bunch of dramatic moments where he's crying. And he has to shit in a fucking... Pot and grew potatoes out of it, and everything. All the different times where he thought he was gonna die. Yeah, real
0: comedic. I thought it was funny when the storm came and killed a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Globe. That was funny. That's
1: like when Get Out was nominated for Golden Globe comedy. Like, what? Is it, what not? No, that's, I the mean, uh, that's the wrong category.
0: That's the wrong category. Maybe I could. I could see maybe it being a. Satire of, it's not something. <laughs> it's not. But I mean, I won't consider satire comedy sometimes. Sometimes, so but the, the Martian got nominated everywhere except for know.
1: BAFTA. Mad Max Fury Road got nominated everywhere except for BAFTA for comedy. For comedy <laughs> Bridge of Spies. Oh my God! And Bridge of Spies is a Spielberg thriller starring Tom Hanks. Oh. Ooh. oh,
0: Spielberg plus period piece equals Oscars. Plus Tom Han—no, Tom Hanks has only had like two, g- <laughs>
1: two good performances in the past like two decades. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Huh? Uh, Brooklyn—I don't know what it's about, but it has Saoirse Ronan. That's literally all I got to say. That got uh, Craig's Choice in PGA Room. The first A24 movie to get nominated for Best Picture. And then a year later, they won for Moonlight.
0: So they, they, <laughs> they perfected it. the formula right away. And then they immediately lost it. <laughs> they immediately lost
1: it. That got nominated for Golden Globe and Critics' Choice. That had Brie Larson in her breakout performance. Kind of. Except she was in Scott Pilgrim. So I wouldn't say breakout. Like her her first dramatic. Now they only had eight this year. Other contenders. Carol is the biggest one that got everything except for PGA. That's like a period piece drama about lesbians. That was like really fucking bait. And people thought, oh yeah, it's gonna get in kind of no matter what. But then it didn't. So there you go. Sicario. Denis Villeneuve. Gamer, bro. Hot.
0: I don't know if it's a hot take at this point, but... Denis is God. He knows how to direct a movie. He, he is He fucking God. knows. He knows. But I just don't know if anyone sees it. Not the Academy. They snubbed him for do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've said it before on the podcast, so I won't say it again, but that moment actually made me want to fucking die. <laughs> oh my God. And then fucking Kenneth Branagh got it for Belfast. Fuck! Anyway. <laughs> Here we go. Here's one. This is also the year of Star Wars: The Force Awakens. The Return of Star Wars. Woo! That got a Critics' Choice nomination. JJ Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, Straight Out of Compton <laughs> is a biopic on a bunch of 90s rappers.
0: Yep, and- that was memed on. It was. Yeah,
1: there were memes of it. Ex Machina, you know that
0: movie? Yes, I'm aware of it. It's a sci-fi. Yes,
1: that got PGA. It's pretty good. Pretty good. That was possibly in contention, because it got a visual effects nomination, which we'll get to later. Director Alejandro González Iñárritu for The Revenant won twice in a row. He won
0: twice in a row. Good for him, to be honest. Birdman was great.
1: Birdman was
0: great. Especially the ending where he flew. And I'm like, (laughs) whoa! what does that mean? Is this a metaphor for his trauma?
2: (laughs) His
1: trauma. (laughs) See, unlike Birdman, where he only won the Director's Guild, this time around, he won fucking everything. (laughs) Except the Critics' Choice. Guess who won the Critics' Choice? George Miller for Mad Max First Fury Man? Road. <laughs> which is honestly a fucking great pick. But he already had yeah. an Oscar. But so did Alejandro. Happy, happy Feet. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Feet. Which is so funny. No, don't give him an Oscar for Fury
0: Road. Give him one for Happy Feet. Oh happy. My, happy Feet... When we go to the... If if we have time to talk about the... The, the Happy Feet is... In the worst liberal movies. Liberal (laughs) propaganda movies. (laughs) (laughs) Conservative media. Okay, Tom McCarthy
1: for Spotlight got everything except for BAFTA. George Miller, who won Critics' Choice, wasn't nominated at BAFTA. The British fucked up this time. They didn't nominate it in Picture and Director. Well, maybe they just had a sleepy year that year. They did have a... You know what? You're right, they... They had to nominate a different sci-fi movie. We'll get back to that in a second. Adam McKay got nominated for Best Director for The Big Short. Got uh, Directors Guild and BAFTA. And then someone named Lenny Abrahamson, who did Room, the Brie Larson movie, who was nominated nowhere at the major awards, gets in over the only other person outside of Iñárritu, who got nominated everywhere. Ridley Scott for The Martian. Nominated everywhere.
0: His last good movie
1: gets snubbed <laughs> for a
0: director. He gets fucking snubbed. Maybe, maybe ah, it's cuz of those phones. Those critics and their damn phones. <laughs> no, it's those millennials. No, it's the No, he said millennials. I know the academy and their damn phones. Oh, the academy, yeah.
1: Yeah. Todd Haynes was possible for Carol. He was nominated the same places that his movie was. So, the Academy, not liking him in picture and director. Says a lot about society. Anyway. <laughs> Steven Spielberg for Bridge of Spies got nominated for Critics' Choice in BAFTA. The only good direction he's done in the past, like, ten years is West Side Story. <laughs> so, like, I don't know what to tell you. Spielberg. All right. Actor Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant wins his Oscar. And he won
0: everywhere. And it- yeah and everyone still thinks he's uh, him and tom hanks are the bestest actors of all time even though they have
1: people kind of hate Not that leonardo much. dicaprio which is fair but i think he's a good actor like people dunk on him He he's he's one of the few people i can be like oh yeah you're gonna be good in this right like i can say that about very few people but it's like ah yes leo is in this he will be good
0: probably ah uh, yes Tom Hanks is in this. He will be pretty good or pretty bad. <laughs> Pinocchio, <laughs> Pinocchio.
1: Michael Fassbender and Steve Jobs is nominated everywhere. Which is and He was
0: Steve Jobs in that movie? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. That was, that was that.
1: a fucking doted movie. I kind of loved that movie. Aaron Sorkin's writing is stellar. We'll get to that later though. Uh Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl plays a transgender woman. But he he won last year, and then he does a second dramatic performance, so they're like, ah, yes, we nominate you again. <laughs> and he was nominated everywhere. Brian Cranston, his, his one and only Oscar nomination for playing a famous writer in a movie called Trumbo, nominated everywhere. Four people nominated everywhere.
0: Breaking Bad. Breaking Is bad. that a
1: Breaking Bad reference? Is that a
0: Breaking Bad reference?
1: <laughs> anyway. Matt Damon for The Martian. One Golden Globe comedy.
0: <laughs> He's pretty funny, guys. <laughs> He's
1: pretty funny. He was nominated everywhere except for SAG. But similar to, I think, the 2010 Oscars. No, no, no. The 2006 Oscars. There were four people nominated everywhere. And then one person got nominated at like most places and then gets in. It's like a super easy five. And you're sort of just like, that's a good five. We, we trust this five, you know. The only person, the only person who put up any fight was Johnny Depp in a movie called Black Mass where he plays like a criminal. I don't, I don't know this movie, <laughs> but he got nominated for Critics' Choice in SAG. I guess. (laughs) Well, see, he's been nominated a couple times before. He was nominated for Sweeney Todd. He was nominated for Finding Neverland. He was in contention to win for Pirates One. So, like, they don't not like him. Well, I mean, now they do, but (laughs) still debate. (laughs) Some people still fucking hate Johnny, and that's fair. He's not. Oh, I I was saying
0: they they hate they'll hate him now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a controversy. Controversial topic.
1: He's a controversy. Here we go. Brie Larson in Room one,
0: literally everywhere for Best Actress.
1: Brie Larson equal Oscar winner. Uh, uh, she fit the honestly, bill. She is a young white woman. Yeah,
0: honestly, <laughs> good, good good, for her. good, good for her. Good, for her. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. She, Rupp- she broke up with her boyfriend because he didn't want to play video games with her or something. Good That's good her. funny. <laughs> That's I don't, I don't remember the story. It was it was I think I think the last round maybe it was like he beat her in Mario Kart or something and she got pissed. I don't remember. <laughs> maybe funny. there's more behind the story, but there probably I, is. I think Brie Larson is a Chad, to be honest. Chad.
1: Uh Saoirse Ronan nominated everywhere for a movie called Brooklyn. Again, I don't know what it is. Kate Blanchett because Kate Blanchett nominated everywhere for Carol. Jennifer Lawrence her last <laughs> good movie performance maybe. Wait, she was into good movies? Well, people hate the movie, but they like her in the movie. Called Joy. It's from David O. Russell. Do you know who that is? He did Silver Linings Playbook. And American Hustle. But people hate him, because he kind of molested his nephew. That's not true. Niece. But he's doing a new movie called Amsterdam. And I want to see it. But...
0: I heard of Joy before
1: too. Joy. She won Golden Globe comedy. Was nominated for Critics' Choice. Then Charlotte Ramplin for an international film, I believe, called Forty Five Days. Was only nominated Critics' Choice. Uh, Random ass fucking people. Uh, Helen Mirren for a movie called Women in Gold. I, mean, I don't know. I got to SAG. I'm just gonna keep going. Supporting Actor, Mark Rylands won for bridge of spies he got nominated everywhere and won only bafta and then won the oscar the race this year was sylvester stallone for creed you might be shocked but he won golden globe he won critics choice but wasn't nominated at the other two awards <laughs> and then he comes back. To spot, man. To he comes, oh my He's god, fight, stop. Man. You have to stop. No. Once
0: they punch you to ground, you gotta pick yourself back up and fight man. <laughs> Jesus, fight you
1: man, have to so stop. Man. Stop. Pick back, start You
0: have to stop. No stop. No. You stop. You stop. You have stop. No, you gotta believe in yourself, <laughs> Creed. I I don't know what your first name is. You gotta believe in yourself. You have to stop. You have to keep. You going. can accomplish anything you want. <laughs> stop, please stop. That, that's that's what he probably said in the movie. And then he's like, then when Creed, when Michael B. Jordan gets his butt kicked, he's like, wait a minute, Hit the speech.
2: <laughs> stop! <laughs> stop! Just <laughs> like, stop! And
0: he fights the guy, whoever he is. He beats him. that's so bad. You have to stop. <laughs> and then it wins many awards, and he gets nominated for mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> you have to fucking stop!
1: <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> stop! I will pause. this... no. Okay. Okay. So, similar to some races, even if you're not nominated everywhere, you can still win if you win at those places. So, another example is Regina King for Barry Jenkins' third movie, If Beale Street Could Talk, the year uh, Green Book won Best Picture. Regina King was very similar situation. One Golden Globe and Critics' Choice wasn't nominated anywhere else, and then won the Oscar. But that was later. But this year, it's like, well, you won half the awards. If you were nominated, you might have won. So, they, they're going to give it to you, right? And then they didn't, because he had never won an Oscar. And they're like, well, it's a return to like an iconic character. It's a good movie. Apparently he's good in it. And I haven't seen it. So they're just like, yeah, let's give it to him. It was like a comeback narrative, you know? Because, like, when the hell are you going to nominate Sylvester Stallone again, right? But they just don't. They don't give it to him.
0: They will for the Samaritan. You wait. Yes.
1: Christian Bale for the big short was nominated Golden Globe Comedy Lead and then nominated Sag and BAFTA in supporting. Uh... uh Let's see here. Mark Ruffalo for Spotlight got Critics' Choice in BAFTA. And then Tom Hardy won an only Oscar for Supporting in The Revenant got Critics' Choice. And then the Oscar. Beating out Idris Elba for Beasts of No Nation. It was a drama that I hear is really good. And he won SAG, nominated everywhere except for Critics' Choice. If he was nominated for the Oscar, he could have won. But they didn't nominate him as a winner. Paul Dano plays a young Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys in Love and Mercy, and he got uh, Golden Globe and Critics' Choice. Benicio del Toro got BAFTA for Sicario. BAFTA is coming in clutch again for the Denis
0: movie. You know everything, what? Sorry. Yeah. Just ignore everything else, though. Just ignore the Ignore the Ignore the Yeah. Please. Sorry. Why was not it... I don't know, bro. Sicario 2 should have won everything. Why? Because I hear people hate Sicario 2. Oh, the second one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Day of the Salado or whatever the fuck it's called. Day of the... Salado. <laughs> Okay, lottery ticket. supporting actress Alicia Vikander for the Danish Girl. People didn't know whether she was lead or supporting, so a Golden Globe and BAFTA, she was put in lead and then lost, because Brie Larson was going to sweep that category. But when she was put in supporting at Critics Choice and SAG, she won. So the Oscars put her in SAG, and then she won. So that's fun. Kate Winslet for Steve Jobs. They needed an alternative, so she won at Golden Globe and BAFTA. And was maybe possible for the Oscar? But not really. Uh, Rooney Mara for Carol, nominated everywhere. Jason, Jennifer Jason Lee for the Hateful Eight Tarantino movie. Got nominated everywhere except for SAG. And then Rachel McAdams gets in for Spotlight. So, because Alicia Vikander was at lead at two places for the Danish girl, those two places nominated her in supporting for Ex Machina. For playing the robot. (laughs) Funny robot. Funny funny is an interesting word. (laughs) (laughs) Original screenplay. Spotlight wins everything. Good job, good job. (laughs) Movie about journalism, equal Oscar. Bridge of Spies, nominated everywhere, except for Golden Globe, because they have their categories mixed. Ex Machina gets an original screenplay nomination. This is a very, very loose category, because Inside Out got a screenplay nomination. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot to mention, this is the year of Inside
0: Out. You just give up on humanity. Pixar, give it Oscars, guys. It says Pixar on the front, guys. Pixar, 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 Pixar. Anyway. Oh, what's that? What's that? Oh, it's not even a movie. Oh, give it to it anyways. Losing mind. Pixar, Pixar. Oh my Here's your Oscars, Pixar. Here anyway. we go. Okay, we gotta keep. We gotta Here's keep. We gotta stuff for the stop, next stop. ten years. We gotta Pixar. Keep, gotta, 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 Doesn't matter if you release a movie in 2050. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You will win anyways. Here you go. Pixar. We have to stop.
1: We have to keep. We have to keep going. Pixar. Pixar no, stop. Pixar. Stop. Okay. Straight out of Compton, one at WGA, or not one was nominated at WGA, and then Tarantino was snubbed because reasons, I guess. Um, but that got everything except for Writers Guild. But they can't nominate him there because he's not a member. So he was nominated oh, okay. everywhere that counted. Uh, Sicario got WGA uh, Adapted the big short one so Adam McKay won an Oscar won everything except for Golden Globe Room was nominated everywhere except for the WGA The Martian because it's based off of like a really popular book Brooklyn gets in and Carol gets in What snubbed uh, Aaron Sorkin for Steve Jobs he won the Golden Globe and was nominated everywhere. And then didn't get in.
0: Oscars moment. Oscars moment.
1: Uh, Score. and Neo Marion. Famous for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Once Upon a Time in the West. Well, he finally won his Oscar. After like 60 years or more in the industry wins his Oscar for best score for the hateful eight. Where he won everywhere. I don't remember a single fucking piece of music from this movie, but I'm glad he has
0: one, you know. That's that's why they gave it to him because they're like, oh, you're old and you might die. We should give you one. <laughs> uh, they're laughing in his face.
1: Uh Carroll nominated at Golden Globe and Critic's Choice. Sicario at Critics Choice BAFTA. BAFTAs nominated John Williams for Bridge of Spies, so he gets in. The BAFTAs also nominated him for Star Wars The Force Awakens, and that gets in.
0: He was nominated twice this year. Ah, it's John Williams. John Williams. For today. But why did they nominate the Star Wars score? Because it, uh, it does have new pieces of music. That I don't remember. (laughs) The other two did not. I do. I I don't remember.
1: The Revenant was nominated everywhere and got snubbed. Here we go. Cinematography. The Revenant wins. (laughs) Uh, Wins everything, too. This is uh, Emmanuel Lebesky's third Oscar win in a row. He won for Gravity, he won for Birdman, and then he won for The Revenant. (laughs) The Revenant... (laughs) So yeah, this is the third Oscar win for it. Mad Max: Fury Road nominated everywhere. Sicario, because Roger Deakins nominated everywhere. Carol nominated everywhere, and then The Hateful Eight gets in, which only got Critics' Choice over Bridge of Spies, which got the ASC, the Jesus Christ, the Cinematographers branch, and then the BAFTA Editing. Mad Max. This is where the sweep starts in. In starts kicking in. In the technical awards, alright? Sweeps editing. Wins everything in editing. Everything. Everything. The Big Short is nominated everywhere. The Revenant is nominated everywhere. Spotlight gets in. I don't know why. Star Wars The Force Awakens. It's nominated for (laughs) Best... (laughs) Well, that's because it has the
0: transitions that you don't
1: that have been there since the beginning.
0: Yeah, iconic transitions. Well, iconic. that beat
1: out The Martian, which was nominated everywhere. Iconic. Iconic. Production design. Mad Max Fury Road wins everything. Because obviously...
0: Why? I'm interested in why Mad Max Fury Road wins production design. Care to explain? <laughs> Do you not actually know why? No, I know fucking why. <laughs> they built all the cars. I know, I know, I know why it wins production design. They built the car. You think this is a joke? Yes. Do you think I know why Marvel doesn't? Isn't even close to being nominated for production design. It actually built sets. Eh. George Miller, built cars. Yeah, literally, he didn't even <laughs> have a script. He had
1: storyboards, and then started shooting.
0: I didn't know that. Fuck, he is a chat.
1: <laughs> He's like, ah, this is enough. So that's why Happy Feet was bad. <laughs> He's like, eh, who gives a shit? Let's just start shooting. Warner Brothers is like, are you sure? It's like, eh, who cares? Let's go. Just go with it. Yeah, who gives a shit? Let's just keep going. Yeah, that wins everything in production design. The Martian nominated everywhere. Bridge of Spies nominated everywhere. The Danish Girl is nominated for everything except BAFTA and the the Revenant wins period film I think I think that's what it's called yeah period for category I guess and that's it's only nomination but then gets nominated for the Oscar Stuff it beat out Carol it beat out Carol because period piece and then Star Wars The Force Awakens actually had a really good shot at getting production design because it got BAFTA Desert, and well, no, they built like yeah, no, the, they
0: they built the cantina and.
1: Though they also built days. the ships for the shots that were like the humans weren't like flying on. Cause like I remember they built like the desert town and they built the giant like final battle area. Yeah, the and shit, days, yeah, yeah. So they built a lot. And it would have made sense if it got in, but it
0: didn't. Now it's CGI background. B-
1: Cheap
0: and fast. <laughs> yes. I don't care about how healthy it is for the, the effect workers. Too bad. Anyway, Anything.
1: costumes. Third win in a row for Mad Max Fury Road. Mad Max Fury Road
0: sweeps costumes. Because obviously... Well, whenever someone sees a wacky character design, they're literally like, "Mad Max Fury." That's some Mad Max Fury Road shit right there. (laughs) Okay, Danish girl nominated everywhere. Cinderella
1: nominated everywhere.
0: Disney (laughs) moment. Well, that was actually the best live action remake. That's true. That's true. Because how could you
1: fuck? You know what? Scratch that. (laughs) Scratch that. You could probably fuck it up really bad. Looks at Amazon Prime 1. <laughs> and then Carol gets nominated. And then The Revenant, which is nominated nowhere, gets into costumes. But it makes sense because it's old-timey. And then you have, like, Leonardo DiCaprio in, like, a bear outfit or whatever the fuck. Um, but it beat out Brooklyn, which was also set in the past. And that's that got nominated everywhere. There was, like, a five. It was nominated everywhere. And the Oscars fucked it. (laughs) They're like, I'm only going to nominate four of them. (laughs) It's just like, oh, Chad. Here we go. Here we go. Makeup. Fourth award in a row that Mad Max Fury Road wins for makeup. And also, makeup and hairstyling. Yeah. So, that makes sense. sense. They made all of the people pale, and then they put a bunch of, like, wacky shit on their face. Like, weird teeth and contact lenses and whatever. The Revenant nominated everywhere. I'm going to list the third nominee in this category. All right, <clears throat> The 100-year-old man who climbed out the window and disappeared.
0: The 500-year-old man. The 100-year-old, the 100-year-old, man, 100-year-old man. Who climbed out the
1: window, window and, disappeared. and
0: disappeared. That's a pretty funny title. <laughs> it's an international film. Is it about a man who's 100 years old Climbs out a window, out a window and, and disappears. You know, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Uh, visual Effects, Ex Machina wins. Okay, sci-fi, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Okay.
1: But it beat out two other, three other sci-fi movies.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So that was nominated at Critics' Choice BAFTA, not even the Visual Effects Guild. Doesn't win any of them, and then wins the Oscar. Beating Star Wars The Force Awakens... Which won Visual Effects Guild and BAFTA, and then also beats out Mad Max Fury Road, which wins Critics' Choice and is nominated everywhere. Ex Machina is the little indie that could. <laughs> That's true. The Martian, nominated everywhere. The Revenant wins a separate VFX Guild. They have like a bunch of guilds. I only look at two of them. That one, one of the categories and then nominated critics choice sound editing mad max fury road wins because obviously cars cars <laughs> um the martian the revenant sicario and star wars were all nominated uh sound mixing mad max fury road wins cars and also you have the guy playing the fucking guitar and have like all the fire spinning.
0: And the dust, and, but mostly cars. And cars, yeah.
1: But that won nowhere. And then won the Oscar. Cars. Beating out The Revenant, which won everything in sound. Because bears Bear? roar. Bears roar? <laughs> and then... And then guns. <laughs> Pew. Uh, Star Wars nominated everywhere. Bridge of Spies nominated everywhere. And then The Martian gets nominated. All right, best song. Spectre wins because James Bond. <laughs> oh, the Fifty Shades of Grey songs nominated. That's cool.
0: Dies. <laughs> will they ever nominate a Three Hundred Sixty Five Days song? They should. That'd be really funny.
1: Uh, the songs that were snubbed that were kind of supposed to get in. Song from Furious 7 that was literally fucking everywhere. Oh my god. That oh. one critics choice. It was nominated
0: at Golden Globe. Uh, Oscars moment. Oscar. They're
1: like, "Nah, we don't want it. Don't nominate the biggest song of the year." <laughs> so okay. And then Love and Mercy cuz Brian Wilson of Beach Boys came back and did a song for the Beach Boys movie, but then they didn't nominate it. I <laughs> couldn't. He, he came back. What? Came back.
0: He came
1: back from me. Here we go. (coughs) Animated. Guess what fucking what? Inside Out. Are you surprised? No, of course you're not surprised. Why would you be surprised? Wait, who
0: made Inside Out? (laughs)
1: Dreamworks. (laughs) Dreamworks? Wow, that is a... (laughs) (laughs) Kill. What? (laughs) So yeah, Inside Out was the only movie nominated everywhere and won everything because it's innovative. It's got emotions, and emotions can have emotions too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Anomalisa, you know that movie? If I showed you a poster, I think. Yeah, probably. How do you spell it? Um, A N O. M
0: A L. M A L. ISA. But, oh, I think I see it. Yes, I am. I hear this is really fucking good.
1: Yeah, it's from Charlie Kaufman, yeah. who did adaptation. He did Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, Being John Malkovich. Like he's done a bunch of fucking movies. Oh, he did Being. He did Synecdoche, New York. He did recently i'm thinking of ending things goaded writer director bro oh my god but yeah his first animated movie that gets nominated everywhere except for bafta because they're fucking stupid <laughs> well, now they're stupid huh? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah they make a couple bad decisions by not nominating we'll see yeah you're right this was their sleepy year
2: yeah
1: this yeah, is this this is the year they were sleeping they were like yeah we'll nominate Sakari over a couple of things but we're just gonna go to bed this time <laughs> Uh, Sean the Sheep movie. Sean <laughs> the Sheep. The first one gets nominated everywhere, except for the PGA. When Marnie was there, the Ghibli movie. And Boy in the World, which is like an Irish Better than film. Inside Out, though? The uh, Ghibli movie? Almost certainly. <laughs> almost certainly. Um, What Was snub? the Good Dinosaur, which got nominated- what? For-
0: Fuck! Oh my God. Why wasn't the actual good Pixar movie <laughs> nominated? The good oh of. shit, man! The good good How's of. Disney supposed to get that 50 fucking Oscar for their shitty Pixar movie win? <laughs> Fuck man! What are we supposed to do now? I think you hate The good dinosaur was even remotely close to being nominated? Is this a big joke? <laughs> <laughs> Got nominated everywhere. <laughs> this is a fucking joke. Oh, it's Pixar. <laughs> Give it to Pixar, guys.
1: That's not true. It wasn't nominated at BAFTA. So that they they redeemed themselves. Give <laughs> it <went> to Pixar. <laughs> oh, and the Peanuts movie. That was snub. But that was actually good. I like that
0: movie. Is that Illumination?
1: No, that's uh, Blue Sky. Oh, yeah, that was Blue Sky.
0: Close enough. Both milk franchises.
1: Okay. Blue Sky milked one franchise. <laughs> and they milked it to death, to be fair. but uh, Minions got nominated at PGA and BAFTA. So BAFTA, that win you just had by not nominating the good dinosaur. I immediately revoke from you for <laughs> nominating Minions. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Minions. <laughs> <laughs> minions. That'd be like a funny pick. Like, if, if the Oscars... Like, you know what? The best animated movie of the year goes to... <laughs> just for the funnies, guys. <laughs> Don't worry. It
0: actually goes to the good dinosaur. It's <laughs>
1: Pixar. Okay. So, three hours in. At least it's shorter than the last two we did. Yeah, that's true. We have one more thing. One more thing. It's a short, simple quiz. I was hoping to do more. But... Because it's spooky season, I have a lot planned for spooky season. You can look at my schedule right now. Look at all this horror shit. There's so much. There's so much. Well, I mean, this is going to take forever. (laughs) Um, So, the last thing we're doing today is a Halloween holiday trivia slash quiz thing. I don't really know what to call it, but... I have seven pretty simple questions, and you have to answer them. You have to answer them. All right. It's multiple choice. There's only one right answer for all of them. So, number... Oh, my God. Don't break your floppy sword. Alright, right. Number one. How many pounds of candy corn are produced a year? A, 200 million. B, 25 million. C, 100 million. And D, 35 million pounds. And these are all pounds, not pieces.
0: Oh, me? See. You think 100 million? Yeah. Wrong! 35
1: million. Damn. Or... I guess it's
0: because nobody likes candy corn.
1: I love candy
0: corn. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about.
1: Uh, or 9 billion pieces. 9 billion. Pieces of candy corn. 9, or, nine more uh. More billion. Alright, number two. How much did Americans spend in 2019... On Halloween. Now this is the last recorded date. Because 2020 was Lerona. And it's still affecting stuff. So this is like the most accurate numbers. When shit was still going. So. A. 1 billion. B. 2.5 billion. C. 9 billion. Or D. 20 billion. D. Ron, It was actually 2.5 billion. Ah, oh, damn. I thought <laughs>
0: Americans were
1: consumers They are! That's two and a half billion dollars on one holiday. I thought it was a lot more than two
0: and a half billion. I was hoping it would be like 50 or whatever.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't think Americans have that much money. <laughs> uh, no, okay. Number three. <clears throat> Which of these type of candy are the most popular in the United States during Halloween? A. M&M's, B. Milk Thuds. C. Reese's. Or Reese's, I don't care. D. Snickers. E. Tootsie Rolls. F. Twizzlers. G. Those disgusting people that give them peppermints out like a fucking villain.
0: <laughs> I think M&M's and Tootsie Rolls are definitely up there. Definitely Tootsie Rolls, dude. People who hand out just Tootsie Rolls can... Honestly just fuck off. <laughs> Those things are awful. I love Tootsie Rolls. I'm sorry. Rolls. I fucking hate Tootsie Rolls. They <laughs> actually look like shit and they taste like shit. So I'm gonna have Tootsie Rolls and Reese's. Reese's. I fucking love Reese's when so, I So alright, you have to pick one. Oh one? Tootsie rolls. That's your final guess? Yeah.
1: You were kind of right the first time. It was re Oh, it
0: was. Oh, damn. So you're zero for three, my bud. I'm sorry. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, because I'm, I'm doing personal experience. I just remember getting half a fucking bag full of Tootsie Rolls and just not eating them. <laughs> Dude, I would have taken them in a heartbeat. I fucking love Tootsie Rolls, bro. God.
1: Number four. Which country did Halloween start in? A, Brazil. B, Ireland. C, England. D, Germany. E, India. You're wrong. It's Ireland. The Irish (laughs) handing out potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) They're probably handing out like beer just to the adults. Yes. (laughs) Goodness. Okay, number five. The original Halloween was a classic indie movie success story, but what was the budget of the original Halloween? Not adjusted for inflation. A five million. B thirty four thousand, C three hundred thousand, and D one million.
0: I think it was in the thousands. Is it three hundred
1: thousand? Hey, you got your first one yeah. right. <laughs> uh, fun fact: they used half of it to buy the cameras alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh so you're one for five. Good job. (laughs) Good job. Alright, six. The quote unquote best horror movie is very subjective, but according to according to the most popular movie website for many Rotten Tomatoes, what is the best horror movie of all time? A Psycho B get Out C Alien D a Quiet Place.
0: Rotten Tomatoes weird. Go by. Didn't get Psycho. What was the third one?
1: Alien. And D was A Quiet Place.
0: I'm just going to say Psycho.
1: Hey, you got another one. <laughs> yeah, so the answer is Psycho, uh, the apparent best horror movie of all time, according to Rotten Tomatoes. So you're two for six. Uh, Number seven, the last question, because I didn't have enough time to finish it. What states are the highest-selling producers of pumpkins? A, Illinois. B, California. C, Texas. D, Indiana. E, Michigan. Or Michigan, I
0: don't fucking know. And F, Virginia. And I put both. Wait, the highest sellers? Uh-huh. So So they don't they're not the highest producers, they're the highest sellers. No, they are the no the producers. The highest producers. It's definitely That's not highest. fucking California. How could you grow plants in California? Did <laughs> you <laughs> Or the other ones again besides California? Illinois
1: A C Texas D Indiana E Michigan and F Virginia. And I put
0: both. I think it's Texas. I think it's too dry.
1: I like the dead silence. (laughs) (laughs) In That's your final... That's your final guess? Yeah. Uh, trick question! It's all of them. It's all of them. And on average, they produce about (laughs) one billion pumpkins a year.
0: So they're all the highest-producing, exactly? (laughs) That's kind of a bullshit (laughs) question. I know, it was the the highest one. (laughs) This is bullshit.
1: (laughs) I'll give that one to you, because it's not fair. But you picked one of the right answers. Even though they were all the right answers. bullshit. So, there you go. You got three out of seven. It's like me on my math quizzes. (laughs) I fucking failed that shit so horribly. Okay, so, want to talk about Conservopedia?
0: <laughs> yeah, I probably should have looked at this earlier, but let's, what do you want to look at first, the, uh, the one the, the that greatest? made you laugh, the one that you thought was well, really fucking hysterical. Both made me laugh, but, um, let's just start with the one I, oh, should up. we, should we talk about what it is? Oh yeah, it's uh the greatest conservative movies on Conservapedia. Conservativepedia, I don't know how to say it. It's Wikipedia but for um, conservatives, conservatives. For, some for some reason. And because yeah. apparently Wikipedia is liberal now. Yeah. Apparently. What? what? Even though they'll look at Wikipedia to cheat on their exams. <laughs> um let's see. This is some of their uh, the their Greatest films of all time here. Uh 1917. Uh Nineteen Eighty Four! Really? Nineteen Eighty Four. Uh A Christmas Story. Okay. okay. A Dog's Journey. Nice. Christian. Uh Oh A Dog's Purpose. Oh the squeak one <laughs> squeak. Um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. No, don't
1: lump him in with that. Fuck.
0: All the most of these are just macho American. I love like, those two Ace, Ace Ventura, Ventura
1: movies. Yeah. Why the fuck would they lump up? Damn it! Like half oh, of is these it because they make fun of a transgender woman. Probably because they put because she, she put her penis.
0: Yep, her that's ass. literally who they have. Ace Hero Ace Ventura is not an animal lover, but not an animal rights activist, and prefers cons- conservation... I don't even know how to conservation it. Conservation? In addition to recent years, liberals have criticized this movie under claims of attacking the LGBT community, as the main villain is a gender-confused man who pretended to be a woman. Ace literally freaks out when he realized he made out with a man, as does everyone else later when they find out the truth. Ace also calls him by his... It's literally because of... It's oh, with their agenda. God, dude. Most, most of these movies are just, have America in the title or like a number, like 127 Hours or like The Sixth Nation or whatever. The...
1: <laughs> Jesus. So like, it's just a bunch of war movies. Yeah. Oh my god, oh my god, please tell me they have like Full Metal Jacket or Platoon. Mm-hmm.
0: I I haven't ran into them yet. But like Are they in alphabetical? Yeah, they're in alphabetical. But here we're gonna we're gonna look this. Um we're gonna find A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Look at this. A nice little paragraph to explain why they like it, you know? It's one sentence. And then you go to Fucking Avengers. Why do you need that much? (laughs) Avengers. The yeah. best movie. Please don't lump
1: Avengers in with conservatives,
0: please. Let's uh let's let's try and change the rating to like so we so it's not in alphabetical order. Well, I wanna see it in alphabetical to see if they have Full Metal Jacket or Platoon. Okay.
1: Or oh my god, Apocalypse Now. Do they have Apocalypse Now on there?
0: Uh they do not. Uh I got got past the A's, so they do not. Damn.
1: Do they have The Godfather on there?
0: They have Black Panther on here. Really? On the conservative list? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Let's find... Shit. I gotta... I thought they'd hate Black. Breathe and... Yeah, I thought, I thought that too. Um... Oh my god. I oh, think- because he fights against a Black supremacist. Which is not... That's not the point of the. That's not what his motives are. No. Not not really. He's not. He just. My movie
1: Jordan's not a. Su- what the fuck is? What are they? He's are a in black this? supremacist,
0: so therefore it's good. Ah.
1: <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> uh, ah uh, yes, people of other races are bad,
0: according to these fucking nimwits. Not Bruce Almighty. Evan Almighty. What? Why the Steve Carell one? Why? Why not the
1: Jim Carrey one? What the fuck? Oh, I bet they're gonna have a fuckload of Jim Carrey movies on here. But they don't know that Jim Carrey is extremely fucking liberal.
0: So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll <whoopsie-daisy. Yeah. laughs> see. two God's Not Dead movies on here, of course. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God. there's actually four of them. Oh, there's four. Yeah. <laughs> Godzilla vs. Biolante. Bio- but that's Bio-Land a movie about TV. environmentalism. That's the one Godzilla movie they have on there? It takes at genetic engineering and playing God.
1: That's making for Oh my
0: God! <laughs> These people are nimwits. These people oh, are zero-cell organisms. <laughs> Groundhog's Day, like, it held out as a paragraph, too. What? What's so conservative about fucking and then, Harry's War is just one sentence. Anti-IRS comedy. What the fuck is Harry's War? What? Home Alone. What? what? What do you mean? Indiana Jones, the series. What the fuck? Iron Man 2. Joe Dirt's on here, baby. Of course Joe Dirt's on That would be the one movie I'd be like, oh yeah, Joe Dirt. In 1953's Martin Luther.
1: Oh! Not the Martin Luther King Jr.,
0: the other, yeah, the, the old other, one. Yeah, the other Martin Luther. The one that hated people. <laughs> uh, Mr. Deeds. Wait, did, did I just see Mr. Smith Goes to Washington? Do they not understand that movie? Let's. Oh, let's, no, wait! Because it's about a Boy Scout leader. A tale of good. Simple man rising above the pressure of liberals to do the right thing. Features perhaps the best defense of the American political system ever committed to film. What the fuck? Standing there refusing to do nothing.
2: What the fuck?
0: (laughs) These people are fucking stupid. What? Do they not get the movie? They're just taking movies. Yeah, no,
1: they don't. So... The whole point of Mr. Smith goes to Washington is that the politicians are put in line and help the little man. And that can be blamed on both sides. So why the fuck would you just throw it at one side? Why are you
0: so dumb? (laughs) Saving Private Ryan? No way! You hear this? Promotes the military and American values during World War II and depicts the Nazis in a negative light. (laughs) Who? depicts the Nazis (laughs) in a positive light. (laughs) Them.
1: They have literally, oh my god. Okay, okay. Someone, oh, I saw this fucking tweet. Fuck. Oh, I'm never gonna be able to find it. There was this person. Oh no, you showed me. It was Wolfenstein. Reviews of Wolfenstein. Oh yeah. And they're like portraying Nazis in a negative light. (laughs) What? what do you mean oh my god these fucking people literally make me just lose my shit also saving private ryan is about the horrors of war while also being about friendship and
0: teamwork so like and nazis bad and nazis bad (laughs) What what uh, Roman numeral is VI? I oh, I six. think that in school six. Did you watch Saw six? Yeah. Uh, according to them, it's about Obamacare and how bad it is.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw this series. I saw all of them except the new Chris Rock one. Okay, so, oh, they blur all together. Okay, the six ones right before the finale. The six ones with the flashbacks, I think. Fuck it. Actually, scratch that. All of them have flashbacks. That's like the fucking trope of the series. The sixth one... All of them tackle the healthcare system. Because it's about a man that's dying. And he can't get the help he needs. But but
0: the film series started before Obama was in presidency. This is 2009. So, I, yeah. The sixth one was 2009.
1: But it takes place during... The first films, when fucking, but the other guy was in office. This was,
0: yeah, this was right when he was in office too. Right when Obama went in office. Oh, and they're
1: like, "Ew, Obamacare,
0: gross!" No, they they didn't. They probably didn't even. They probably had the script written already. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it just released in two thousand nine, and they're like, because he had to, he had to make a choice between, he had to make choose two people out of six to survive. And that's, I guess, a metaphor for Obamacare. But... What fucking M1... Ooh! This, this, this... I'm gonna save this one for later. Because this is important to the to the other one. It's important to the other one. But that, that's all oh, the funny. worst ones, yeah. Yeah, to the worst ones. Is uh, American Beauty on this list? No. I there's feel there's like no American one. Beauty would be on this the, list randomly. The Kino one. Sky High is up here. Sky High. <laughs> Why? Wait. At an airborne high school... This is a huge paragraph. Is the son of two costume vigilantes, who he does not appear to have superpowers, hinting at the idea of social advancement, which is the basis for the American dream. I mean, I guess I can see where you're coming from with that. Social
1: advancement? Do you mean social
0: advancement like social inclusiveness? Because you fucking hate that. I'm just because you have superpowers, you that doesn't <laughs> guns. Me? What? Which can be, re- be related to the expression guns don't kill people, people kill people. What the? the Incredibles, the line also condemns forced diversity promotion messages, such as everyone can be a hero. Furthermore, the film promotes the idea that anyone can be a hero, as will his sidekick kick friends seemingly unimpressive superhero abilities eventually rise above their assigned statuses and save the school. What the fuck? Grayson is a feminist villain? They have a feminist villain in the movie? What? Turn, Woman is a villain. She seeks to turn all the superheroes into babies and then raise them to be evil and loyal to her. I'm Perhaps surprised they don't have God? men in black There's three. They have the first one on.
1: Well, because one of them has a female villain, so I feel like, uh, yeah, the that second, was the second one. one. yeah. Suicide Squad twenty sixteen. No, not the twenty twenty one version, because
0: that has social messages. That in a dream sequence, villain Harley Quinn shows her deepest desires, which is being a housewife. What? That, that's what? where I, that's where I stop. I'll watch it. Oh fuck! It comes out in
1: two weeks. I'm gonna look up. I might take that night off, if I work.
0: We should see it the Friday. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's time to move on to the. Oh, oh yeah, we're recording now. We gotta, okay. we gotta move on to uh, the keynote. spiel. I gotta go to the.
1: Uh, oh fuck! It comes out the fourteenth. That's next week.
0: God damn it. Time
1: to take some time off of work. What about the six forty one? Does that look good to you?
0: For Friday?
2: Mm, uh, I'm about to fun. take
0: I some might, time off. I think I closed the fourteenth. Oh shit. What about that Saturday? I oh sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Halloween,
1: Halloween ends comes out
0: in like two weeks,
1: so I'm we're we're trying to set up some stuff. Cause we got to talk about Halloween a bunch. It was supposed to be this episode, but I pushed it to next episode. But we have to talk about the different startings of the Halloween series. So seventy eight, oh seven, and eighteen. Yeah.
2: Uh. I've seen all of them,
1: so I don't have to worry. <laughs> I don't have to worry. You have to worry about, about the, Rob, the zombie Rob Zombie
0: one. one. Yeah. Uh. All right, you ready? All Ready for the... politically liberal live-action films? Oh, the fifth God. wave. The military consists of evil aliens, in what was overall a failed franchise that couldn't get its recent the recent young adult book to film. Ban- well, I mean that's fair that it couldn't. It yeah, failed but putting it, on the it in bandwagon. But. Yeah, but putting it in liberal area that's fucking ridiculous. Oh, this is weird. Alien franchise. The pro-feminist, anti-capitalist film franchise was originated by atheist Ridley Scott. The first film was proven to be alarmingly similar to 1965 film Planet of the Vampires, but since it fitted the left's agenda, they didn't care and gave it biased reviews anyways. The second film, Aliens, is an anti-Vietnam statement, and just like its predecessor, copies another previous feature, in this case, the 1954 film Them. I don't know what the fuck he just said. Um, Apocalypse either. now. The overindulgent anti war di- diatribe portrays the American military as corrupt incompetent drug users.
1: No way, crazy. It's if if it was real life. Oh shit. I only work till four Saturday the fifteenth. So there's some screenings after. Bro, we should see it on Saturday the fifteenth. You gotta take some. I'll s-
0: see my schedule tomorrow on Saturday. Okay. He said, "We gotta, we gotta
1: make sure we watch this for the podcast because we can't watch it Sunday because that's when we record." Yeah.
0: So they only have the first Avengers on there. Yeah. So what's the rest of them? That that oh they had ups uh, they had uh, the Winter Soldier on there. On
1: their conservative list. Yeah, on
0: their conservative list, Day of the Dead. Liberal scientists who plan to tame zombies are the heroes, while the common-sense conservative soldiers whose plan is in uh, euthanize... I don't know. Euthanize? Make them the villains. Yeah. Crazy. Well, I mean, like, it, obviously they haven't seen the first one, but whatever. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. This is the 78 one, too. Oh, not uh, the
1: Zack Snyder one?
0: Yeah, not oh, the they're going to have so
1: many fucking Zack Yeah, Snyder. the Zack Snyder directed
0: remake abandoned this. Uh, it was against capitalism because the consumers are zombies. Oh my gosh, they missed the entire purpose of the first one again! Whoa!
1: <laughs> hey, do, do you think these people are brain-dead stupid idiots?
0: Like me. I think they're brain-dead I'm, I'm starting to see that right now. I've known this for a while. Let's see. Any more funny ones? Uh, Independence Day Resurgence. Okay, I'm glad you have that on there. But not the original. John Q. Have you. You're aware of John Q. What the fuck is John Q? I've watched this. This is Denzel Washington. It's about. He holds up. So what happens is his son has a bad heart and he can't afford the transplant. So his son's gonna fucking die. So he gets pissed and he holds the hospital hostage. So then he can get a free heart for his kid. Like, that's what he wants in return, is a heart transplant for his kid. Um, uh, this laughably inaccurate portrayal of the American healthcare system depicts private healthcare executives as, heart- as heartless and uses manipulative... Melodrama to promote socialized medicine. It also attacks the Second Amendment.
1: No way. I don't know how it
0: attacks the Second Amendment because he has a gun. He has oh, a gun. because he holds up someplace and he ho- he holds up the hospital. So then, so like you know how they in hostage situations, you know they're like, give me this and I'll let these people go. Yeah. Well, he he'll let the hospital go if they just give him uh, his son a heart. So his son kid doesn't die but I guess the the movie doesn't... It's bad that it takes a jab against... How the crap, privatized... The, the oh, my God. System as, is. as if these people are fucking stupid. Like,
1: oh, my God. I actually want to go off, but
0: there's one that you said you want to save for later, so I'm curious what that one will be. It's so funny. Uh, the Matrix series, I mean, obviously... That is... No way. So strongest. wait, I, but I
1: thought conservatives loved the Matrix.
0: Oh, do they God. fucking hate it now? Yeah, I guess so. What the fuck? They, they do have Night of the Living Dead on here. Why? What? Let's just see if it... What? It vilifies nuclear energy. I thought they were against clean energy.
1: Nuclear energy's good, though. What
0: the fuck? Yeah, I thought they were against clean energy. I'm so confused... The hypocrisy. <laughs> but these are, like, the very far right. There's probably a
1: bunch of people on here that still love these movies. Like, I know for a fact that my entire family loves the fucking Matrix. And these people are just insane.
0: What? 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 You know how you know how Night of the Living Dead ends, right? Yeah, the main character gets shot. Alright, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know how they... He didn't cast him because of his skin color. He casted him because, um, of his he was just talent. he was yeah. just the best for the role, and so people misinterpret it. All the, it's a good misinterpretation, to be honest, as a movie that has racial themes, mm-hmm. and you know him getting shot at the end. You know it's like oh he shot him because he's black. You know well that's what these people say too. Even though that's not. Let's see. Uh... A group of officers kill him, the African protagonist, when they mistake him for one of the dead. He intentionally chose to have this happen. He didn't intentionally cho- choose it to happen. It was already in the script. What? <laughs> so, they just... I don't fucking
1: know. It's because it's bad police. Equal
0: bad movie. Yeah. It... Pan's Labyrinth. Wow, was, doesn't Pan's... Oh, yeah. That's Guillermo! Yeah, you, you about to bash it, Guillermo? This one's funny. Aside from it promoting paganism and the occult, it also demonized Francisco Franco's Spain and promoted the Spanish Republicans. Let's let's look at uh, uh what's his name, Francisco Franco. Let's see. Let's take a quick look at his uh, Wikipedia page. Um, I don't know, he was he was known as a dictator. Um let's let's get into the juicy stuff. Uh Ah killed tens of thousands. Hmm. So he was a good guy. Oh huh. But they like
1: when Nazis are portrayed bad. Huh. What the fuck is wrong are to these people tune?
0: anti-Vietnam and war, anti-American war film. Wait, which one? A platoon. Platoon. Which depicts most of American soldiers as psychopathic war criminals, while the good soldiers smoke marijuana, and also depicts NVA as sympathetic. was also made by the far-left filmmaker Oliver Stone, who, in an especially shameful element of irony and hypocrisy, was himself a Vietnam veteran.
1: Maybe... (laughs) Maybe these people don't understand that he maybe it's too late to try and reason and figure out what's wrong with these people
0: the return of, they have all the Robocop
1: oh because anti-police and corporations
0: failed attempt to depict all police forces and corporations as evil. It also contains an environmentalist message. With the 6,000 sucks, a car that pollutes and guzzles gas for no reason than to be environmentally unfriendly. Whoa! It's satire! Wait a
2: minute. Whoa, they're, they gotta have
1: Starship Troopers on here. I Almost know. absolutely. We are, We, are we should just skip to the one where so. you said you wanted to save it. Because we're running in- Kind of late again. <laughs> Where is it? All oh, the one you were looking
0: for? I have to go to the, the. This is the animal section. This is the animated section. Oh, I bet they fucking hate Happy Feet. <laughs> um, they do. Mm. It, it is in the animated section. That makes a lot of sense. R, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, E, G, K, O. Alright. Maybe they removed it from the list. Or maybe it was just, uh,. Maybe it was just faked. I should
1: sign in and then switch everything. As good movies and bad movies. (laughs) And then just all the ones that were liberal put them in good. Even though there are ones in the conservative list that are good. It's just annoying that they just
0: label it that. Or misinterpret the meaning. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh my god. Now I gotta go to my history. Quick, distract him while I find it. Oh!
1: James Gunn and Jennifer Holland got married. Yeah. That's cool. That is good. James Gunn is the goat. Bro. Um, they had the different like films that he made. Oh! This is funny! We're actually just talking about this. Look at that. Dreary Netflix Apple. Netflix. Oh no, I lost it. Oh there's more. Look at that. Facebook, Instagram. Look at that, look at that, look at that, look at that, look at that. It's Facebook, Instagram. There's uh Sony. Sony Oh yeah, baby, let's go. That's like real life though. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Oh yeah, did you see the first set photo of Madame Webb? Oh, so they're being accurate. With, like, the headset, I guess. Oh. Okay. I was just saying, like, it's all fucking blue. <laughs> it's blue. Green <laughs> right. screen. Oh, fuck, I found it. I found it. I found it. Alright. Why does Gene right, G- Curtis post so much? What? Okay. This <laughs> was in one this was, this was of the worst ones. Uh, its rating is... It came out in 2002. Its rating is PG. It should be PG-13 it's called scooby-doo a supposed live-action satire of the iconic hanna barbera cartoon shaggy is heavily implied to be a stoner and is a vegetarian like his original voice actor casey cassim velma is implied to be a lesbian where her deleted scenes make it more apparent daphne is now blatantly a feminist like sarah michelle Gellar's buffy the vampire sl- slayer fred can be a bit of a womanizer there are a bit of raunchy innuendos, skimpy clothing among college age women, glorifying the more decadent stereotype of spring break and strong language, including where Fred, possessed by a demon, says the word. I can't read it, it's Wait. censored out. Pamela Anderson makes a cameo promoting environmentalism. The National Guard are portrayed as helpless. Written by James Gunn, who would later write a more conservative and family-friendly sequel released in two thousand and four. <laughs> Gunn revealed that there, are, there was an even more vulgar version of the film in June twenty seventeen. Yeah, the R-rated version. <laughs> so they s- start off by saying it's a live-action satire, but then they state how they don't like it. How he's a stoner. <laughs> Was this the
1: one you wanted to show
0: me? (laughs) Yeah, in case you didn't know. Yeah, Shaggy is a stone, bro. In case you didn't know, Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed is in their favorites of all time. Unlike the 2002 film, this film was more conservative, pro-American, and family-friendly like the cartoons. With much less innuendos, drug references, and many more connections to the original cartoon. A duo of Mormons show up in one of Old Man Winkle's. Traps and asks Scooby-Doo if he heard of the good news of Jesus' return. The main protagonist is a mad German scientist. I don't think
1: he actually knows what the main
0: villain is. Who cross-dresses as a slandering reporter. (laughs) Nice. Played by Alicia Silverstone. And sets up museum robberies while he tries to play God. It's implied he's homosexual.
1: So so the villain... Since
0: it was possible he was cuddled with the cameraman and got sent to jail for all of those... these acts. It also promotes fast food in positive light where Scooby-Doo is eating a Burger King Whopper and a giant cotton candy monster. The unmasked villains such as Old Man Wickles want to redeem themselves someday. Gender roles are enforced as Fred and Daphne, Velma, and Patrick... I'm just going to say Seth Green. The film (laughs) does promote critical thinking, chivalry, teamwork, and individualism. Written by James Gunn. I think this website's a joke. This has to be a fucking joke. (laughs) This is an elaborate joke. I don't believe this. Bro, I follow
1: this group called ig art gallery on instagram look at this shit whoa
0: i wish i could draw that
1: look at that that's so fucking menacing i imagine like a trailer opens up it's like two guys like rolling their asses off but it's like a really long shot you see a shadow coming from the distance it's fucking massive and then it reveals it it's like moby (laughs) moby dick and then, like, the score picks up, and you just hear the screams of the people as they're fucking rowing their asses off. And you just see the giant dragon thing open its mouth, and it cuts. It's like a teaser trailer.
0: Bro, I would crane to that. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a Moby Dick uh, adaptation of him as a water dragon. Fuck, oh, that looks so
1: good. That's so good! Look at the wingspan. That's not even all of it. I love how, like... He's whipping up water, and they're just like "fuck, fuck." And just... I
0: love it when they just go after one person and eat them. <laughs> like, yes, snack <laughs>
1: available on Earth. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, uh, is that all? Yeah. Um, they are funny. They are very funny. <laughs> I think it's a joke.
0: It has to be a joke.
1: I, you know what? I kind of hope it is. But I also hope it isn't. It's like, it's really ironic. But also, it, it frustrates the hell out of me, so I, I kind of hope
0: like they, they, they are joking. movies in their favorite films of all time that have liberal, blatantly obvious liberal messages, and they're like, nope. It's not. (laughs) It's not. It's our agenda. I think it's a joke because they have... Because it's like, our agenda good, your agenda bad. And I don't think conservatives are that stupid to straight up say that. There are a lot of them that would. But I agree that
1: at least some of them are a little more nuanced. Some of them. Some of them. Yeah. Um, All right, so you know what? I'll give a tease to next week. We'll give a tease to next week so we're, we're going to be talking about the last oscars for a while and it's the horror related one the year of the silence of the lambs we're going to talk about the first versions of halloween as in like the first of their series so the 1978 film the 2007 film and the 2018 film Oh, fuck. There's a lot on here, too. I also have the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus the 2022 one. That's a lot. I don't know if we, we were going to do that. Should we save that for later? What?
0: The Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah.
1: I haven't seen them. But one of yeah, them's available on Netflix. Either. Yeah, so. that's the new one. Yeah. I also... Just for me, personally, I'm probably going to watch Amsterdam but you don't have to. Um, and whatever news comes up. What do you think?
0: Is this a good list? Should we wait for some of them? Oh, sh- I, I don't know. I'm, I know I'm going to actually get on the Living Dead franchise right away, pretty much. I'm just debating if I'm going to finish Ryan Goslingathon 1st Yeah, I don't know where any of them are, except for the first one. I'm sure we can find a pack for, like, ten bucks, bro. Watch. Go on Amazon right now. Gonna type in the oh, fuck. living dead. Oh. Uh, box set. Or just... Collection.
1: Collection. Yo, there's a Criterion Collection. Or is it just for the one movie? Dude, I'll just get it for the one movie, bro. Criterion Collection slaps, though, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, this is just the one movie. Yeah. I'll just watch it free on (laughs) Free on Living Dead. Where the fuck are they? Yeah, there's the Return of the Living Dead saga. We don't have those, right? No. Oh. Well, there's the reboot Nine of Living Dead, the TVD.
0: <laughs> uh... Jesus Christ, there's so many fucking Living Dead movies. It's nuts. That's why we only have ten.
1: Oh, we should talk about the ten that we're gonna do. Yeah, the main ones. Well, the main ones in quotes. There's a lot of main ones. Um, so the Romero 6, which is Night, Day, Dawn, uh, fuck, oh, there's more. The, the, he, he did six Living Dead movies, so we're going to do that. Then the reboots of Night, Day, and Dawn, and then we're going to do Shaun of the Dead, just for yeah. some fun. <laughs> I have not seen Shaun of the Dead, so I'm excited to see it.
0: Shaun of the Dead, and by Shaun of the Dead is like a, Kino, is like a, it's like the Nice Guys, where it's good, but if it had a little bit more time in the oven to bake, it could have actually been a perfect.
1: Although people think it's already
0: perfect. I mean, I yeah yeah. I mean, the same goes for Nice Guys, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no cultural
1: impact they say about avatar it just passed 2.9 billion dollars at the worldwide box office
0: what do we do it's either we go see it and make history by helping it make 3 3 billion or we just let it let it be you know what i'll support the sequel <laughs>
1: my contribution is i'll support the sequel if it breaks
0: 3 billion i'll watch the second one twice in theaters is that a deal it's a deal if it breaks three billion, I don't think it will. At least not before December. If it breaks three billion, I'm watching the second one in theaters. You hear me, James Cameron? Oh wait, you weren't gonna see it in theaters? No, I'll see it twice. Oh, in Twice theaters. in theaters. Hear that, James Cameron? No matter how, uh, even if it's awful, I'm not saying it <laughs> will be. I will watch it twice in theaters if you can make this movie. Ha- uh, the first one somehow first make, one three make three billion. Three billion dollars. You know what? I'll jump in on that deal. I might have
1: seen it twice anyways, but <laughs> yeah. now now someone can hold me accountable, you know. If
0: it makes three billion, I will see it twice. In theaters. In theaters. Uh okay. Oh I also have Hocus Pocus one and two, but
1: fuck that, I'm taking that off. <laughs> <laughs> not, not chic- I hear
0: the second one was okay.
1: I don't like the first one. And I don't want to see this. second one. I'm not
0: surprised. One. <laughs> I'm not surprised. It's so really like a movie everyone likes, but then... It's like they're nostalgic. nostalgic. So,
1: then the week after, October 16th, uh, episode 15, look at that, we'll have Halloween Kills plus Halloween Ends, because the new one will have just come out. I have Exorcist 1, and then favorite horror movies, and then real-life scary stories that we can oh. talk about. Yeah, real spook. The October 23rd, I'll watch Black Adam like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'll probably wait a week or two to watch Black Adam. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna watch it early. Maybe. because gonna... Why not? And then Silence of the Lambs, which I've already seen. And then The Thing.
0: Because we should absolutely watch The Thing. <laughs> can, I've been looking for it for a while. You can't find it? Yeah, I can only find the... The only, the only one I could find was the sequel. Oh, uh, the Amazon 2011 Prime. one? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe. And then the 30th,
1: a day before Halloween, we have the Living Dead Saga. And we'll probably celebrate Halloween by talking about, like, favorite candy or some shit. Chicken. Oh, that's... covered chicken. That's my favorite
0: candy, is chicken.
1: And then no joke? I have no plans. I have no plans. After Halloween.
0: I think it's something. Christmas. Like, I said... Se- like, okay, Walmart. since August. What if we do the Christmas stuff in November, and then um. we just don't do Christmas stuff in December to play off the joke? Like, people always celebrate Christmas.
1: Yeah, but early. that doesn't make sense. <laughs> We we gotta we gotta talk about this November things if, like
0: football. <laughs> well, what that fine then? What if we celebrate Christmas for two months, and then like play it off like we're playing fanatics, like we're watching Christmas movies. Oh, already? starting in November. Yeah. starting in uh, January.
1: <laughs> he waits until January. <laughs> See, like I had episodes planned. Till October 30th since before we hit double-digit episodes in August. So I've planned this stuff for a while. But now we're actually in October, and I don't have anything planned for after. Um, maybe go back to some regular non-Halloween-y episodes. I'm just waiting for Christmas where we're probably going to watch like a billion shitty Hallmark movies. <laughs> Uh, the Christmas
2: Chronicles.
1: is <laughs> Okay, so the plot of this one is it's a rich businesswoman who needs to go to a small hometown of hers. And one of her parents are dead. We don't know why, but she just is. She, she doesn't take Christmas lightly. And she meets a small-town hunk boy. At, but she's, she's dating and or slash married. And she... Falls in love, right? But she she can't, right? She doesn't know the meaning of Christmas. Uh, but it's because of this random fucking hot guy she's known for, like, two days. Uh, and she decides to break up with her husband to be with this new guy. And it promotes Christmas as a value. Well, you see, and there's the yeah. there's the black side character that says, You go, girl, when it's done. <laughs> well, you see, the,
0: the one that I watched was about a uh, uh, middle-aged woman uh, during Christmas. She's not business. She's just alone uh, with a cat. And she reminisces about her old time in school and how she was nerdy and picked on, you know, and she doesn't want to go back. But that's where her family is. And she has to go spend the Christmas with them. <laughs> you know, it's different from the... Normal business stuff, which I think is refreshing. Refreshing. So yeah, she well, there's goes one where a fucking war veteran has PTSD during Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, she goes, she goes back to the hometown and she finds the nerd that she picked on way back in the past. But now he's hot. Now <laughs> he's hot and rich, and he's Brazilian. <laughs> he went from white to Brazilian. Oh yeah, I got the t- Oh, that was so but fucking. <laughs> so awful, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, I forgot, she wasn't lonely, she was actually had a nice loving family with a nice husband who had a great job. She didn't really have to work because he had a good job. But she reminisces about hot Brazilian guys. But she reminisced but when she goes back with her nice loving family of six, <laughs> she sees the hot Brazilian hunk guy who doesn't have his life together and is a piece of shit, but is nice to her. And falls in love, and she falls in love,
1: and, and decides to end, leave everything. She, to re- be with she this leaves
0: guy. everything to be with the guy because Christmas. It's because she realizes she realizes she was stuck in that family, even though she really wasn't. She was happy there, and she had showed no signs of having depression. But hey, well, I guess she was. You kind of sound like Brazilian hug. And Harry's... she never sees her family again. Hey, you kind of sound like Harry Styles in Don't Worry Darling. <laughs> Are <laughs> no, you an no, insult? <laughs> no, no. Like, the movie shows it. Like, like she has a nice family. She's happy with them. But then she meets the Brazilian guy. And then all of a sudden, she's depressed. Nice. So don't worry. Don't worry. Oh. Huh. Oh, I'm sorry. I lied. She was one the depressed. But then she sees the, uh, Brazilian guy. the Brazilian guy. Yeah, And she's like, I can't go back to my cat. I have to stay with the hot Brazilian guy. Sure. And the cat starts at you. the end and fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm hungry, hungry and I want dinner, so we're gonna leave. And this there was now. another <laughs> Hallmark movie that. <laughs> okay, I watched. yeah, so that was th- about the cool middle-aged woman who had a pet dog.